On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about some hot new games we've been playing recently. Natalie does another Natalie's Nook segment, and then we end the show with our top five big box games. Stay tuned. Episodes left, Natalie. She keeps skipping around the house singing okay. 69 Luft Balloons and no. working 69 to 5. And now she's got 69 problems, but a bitch ain't one. And she keeps setting the thermostat <laughs> to 69 and laughing while pushing me onto the floor, ripping my clothes off and straddling my wow. favorite oh my spot God. on the couch while we watch Big Bang Theory reruns with the volume set to 69. And I'm just like, grow up, Natalie. It's not <laughs> that episode yet. Yeah, every single <laughs> countdown. Welcome to episode 61, only eight, eight more. Left. You figured me <laughs> out. Four episode, only like So we've been getting weeks. a lot of huge box games in the house lately. A couple months ago, I got the Trove Chest for Too Many Bones, then Amerigo, then the Anachrony Big Box, which is basically just an apartment building, then Lost Ruins of Arnak, <laughs> yeah. Fields, Tainted Grail, and Kanban. It's gotten me so juiced up. Not for the actual games necessarily, but for the joy of looking at something that's like so big and meaty. Don't we all just need large bulbous cardboard in our lives? Man, I love it. I love it so much, in fact. I think bulbous is one of the best words ever. Bulbous cardboard? Because bulbous only means penis or um, like light bulb. Man, Light bulbous. bulbous. <laughs> or isn't no, there's a Pokemon named Bulbasaur. <laughs> there is. Oh no. Which I think is talking oh. about his penis. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love big boxes so much I could not help but put it to music. Oh my god. Natalie, look at that box. It is so big. It looks like one of those homeless person condos. Who understands those huge games? I only play them because I'm too shy to hire a prostitute, okay? I mean, that box is just so big. I can't believe it's just so rotund. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look, it's just so... I like big stuff and I cannot lie. Jeff's other brothers can't deny. When a package comes in with an itty bitty waist, get that out of my face. I want some much bigger stuff, cause you know Title Blades is buff. That coffin size box is glaring. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, anachrony, I wanna get with ya and take your picture. My homeboys try to warn me, but too many bones makes me so horny. Ooh, hi, I'm Gloomhaven. You say you need a place to live? Well, use me. Use me, just please don't leave a poopy. I've seen you glancing, seen you romancing, cause we sweat, wet, loving these around without a net. I'm tired of lost cities, patchwork and dark stories. As the average drunk man fly as a fox, it's gotta have a big box. So, fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. has your collection got big stuff? Hell yeah. Then shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake that big old box, then put it back. Then put it back. So what's been up with you guys? Anything new and exciting going down about some tournament that you're both involved in that I'm no longer involved in, but I don't care at all. <laughs> and don't think about how I'm the failure of the three of us every waking moment. Oh, Aww. Natalie, go ahead. Tell Anything us about this thing. On? Do you want me to tell well, about it? Well, we are in the semifinals of the bad board game cover. Specify we. Way. Yeah, we. and Jeff. Oh. Yep. Against each other. Yeah, not I just know. you and Jeff. It's against each other. I decided 
I, I will not make all of... I'm only going to vote on the Gateway and the Gamecasters. So you're only going to vote twice for Natalie instead yes, of four instead times. instead of the usual four. <laughs> okay, so that's good. That only puts me down two to start with, so I'm down two nothing. I'm going to vote for myself. So. Um, ooh. You're not allowed to vote for yourself, I thought. You have to vote for me and I'll You've vote been for voting you. for yourself this yeah. whole time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we had really high hopes that the three of us would be three of the final four. Yeah, yep. it was very close. And Ryan's hope. last matchup, he lost by two two votes. votes. Oh so if you're gosh. out there and you didn't vote for Ryan, you it's sons your of fault. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. So Natalie and I are head to head. The winner will go to the finals. I prefer to think you're butt to, to butt. face. Okay, yeah, it's, okay. it's like I'm a, face a face to butt. Still lined up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it'll be awesome if both. The only two girls in the entire tournament are the ones. That I think that is guaranteed. Do. I think we all. I think we all so. Want yeah, it's Michaela and Christian. I think. Yep. Christian from, from Super, uh, Board Super Sunday. Sunday. Michaela from the McMeeples. Oh wait, they didn't go yet. Yeah, that's right. And then now it's the and then Natalie the game already casters. has Michaela in the finals. Yes, she already has. Oh, they didn't go yet. Up. Oh, we haven't totally that. railroaded Christian <laughs> no, for beating my husband in the last round. Everdell thing, but that was her last. Oh my gosh, but that was the beatdown. I didn't even realize we could have picked Everdell. Me too, because I thought it was out. I thought you couldn't pick. Good job, Michaela. Yeah, the before one. Although technically. Everdell wasn't picked from the before and just the Pearlbrook expansion was because yeah. Everdell itself was canceled right. out. That's I did right. I did listen to the Subert Sunday episode where Christian like is ragging on me about picking wingspan in the first round because oh, I destroyed Frankie. Oh yeah, Frankie got destroyed by a bird. And then Frankie, poor oh, Frankie, they're all crying. Oh, poor Frankie. He's like, <laughs> oh, Frank. I didn't do this because blah, blah, blah. And you uh-huh. pick wingspan. All right, I picked a game with a beautiful box cover. That yeah. was the really? point of the yeah. game and, and I won. crushed you. Right. So you can say you were hosed all the time. Christian can have your back, blah, blah, blah. They keep saying the same thing about me. They're like, I, I lost. And they're still like, they're you know, still you should have lost. You. A house of cards shouldn't have come that close to beating the beautiful yeah. well, people dwellings of Boring Vale. <laughs> <laughs> which is the same looking game as every other game in that exact ju- yeah, that but one. anyway, it, it's a fun. It's been a fun I'm kind fine. of I'm like. Fun. I don't, Clearly I don't we're care. being competitive. Yeah. I don't care if Friendly I lost. competition. I don't, I don't think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Friendly competition has been kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of junk talking toward Ryan. Mostly. Every all of it's toward yeah, everyone's just Ryan. going after He's Ryan. An easy but well, I'm an, my husband did you say I'm an easy target? <laughs> He's you an are. easy target. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. I am an easy target. When you're this sexy, <laughs> and you're just you know, it's, it's lonely just, at the top. Everybody. Yeah, I had a yeah. friend in high school when you'd ever say anything to him like negative or pick on him, he'd be like, "You're just jealous." <laughs> he would say that about everything. Like he would like you're trip like, and fall in the hallway. Dude, you're just jealous. <laughs> he's just like, so that's all you got. Like, you're right, just jealous. My new go-to. Yeah. You're just jealous. If that was that was his go-to. Followed up with of my huge penis. Sure, okay. whatever. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, you're just jealous of my huge penis. You're just jealous. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to friendly competition yeah. from my part and Natalie crushing me and making fun of me and then smacking my hand out of the way, hitting the bell first, <laughs> saying she, it was pretty much the same answer. You know that kind of stuff. But yeah, if Jeff wins, I'm you like, know it's going to be the game, most sour grapes bullshit. Like, oh well, <laughs> I would have won if only the, if Ryan would have voted with the other two accounts. I would have won. <laughs> I think the games. I mean, I won't say what games we picked. We'll let that be revealed later. But I think the games we picked, it could be close. It could be close, and I know our first two were like kind of can we cancel each other out on the first couple. Well, yeah. What is, so, you guys? What is the category? The category is games from 2016. Yep, best game released in 2016. Oh, and then wow. the, not best game cover, just like what do you think the best game is? I, it was best game, yeah, I believe. It wasn't and then okay. the other side, Christian and Michaela pick based on cover. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did not. <laughs> yeah, um, Christian and Michaela's is best game from 2011. Oh, there's a Ooh, 2011, wow, but I, there's, a there is right there is a correct answer for 2011. Yeah, that's a year right there. Castle of Burgundy. Castle of Burgundy is a correct. <laughs> yeah, 2016. So had a if one of them got Castle of Burgundy, yeah, that boom. might be the that might <laughs> yeah, be the that's winner. The winner. But if I was in that zone, wouldn't you just put that there to 
to cancel. I will. You got to put it in the first one. That's what we did because there was our first two picks cancel each other out, and so our third picks are what. Yeah, and it's so. funny because your pick was actually my fourth pick, so we were all like, really, yeah, we really were close. close, and yours was close to mine too. Well, this is a good that's one. a good year. Twenty sixteen yeah. is a good year. Twenty eleven is a good year too. Ooh, but yeah, Phil knows Castle, what he's Castle doing. Castle Phil he's knows. A, yeah. He's a good, Phil knows. He's a patient good, sensation. He's a good guy. Knows. He's a good guy. That's a that's a cool account. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm not bitter. So or definitely upset in yeah. any way. Don't so care. definitely go to Bad Board Game Covers. I think follow him. On their story, the he posts uh, the Monday's the when vote. it's coming out. I think Monday's it's Monday. I think he's when he's starting the semifinal. Yeah. Are you? Is he putting both favorite. of yours out, or are you guys starting first, and then Michaela and Christian are starting the next I day? Or said we us we were Monday, but I'm yeah, sure. doesn't really matter. I suppose yeah. go on the board bet be, board the, the <laughs> <laughs> Go to Trammelgoo, and you'll see how bad board game covers on Instagram. Uh, you can also find bad board game covers if you go to thegatewaynetwork.com. He's there as well, um, and as uh, all of you may know by now, the Gateway Board Gaming Network is about to unveil the next step in the first ever Instagram Gaming Awards. Yes, the Insties will be going live for voting in the coming days, and I've been collecting all the nominees from our panelists. And as a bit of a spoiler, I wanted to share some of them with you. So uh, we received a few from one of our valued (laughs) panelists. Okay, valued. Let's just define the word valued. (laughs) Jerry, I hope you're listening to this, and you've now been described for the first time in your life as being valued. <laughs> Congratulations. For Jerry from the Board Game Snobs. Uh, the first time you'll be hearing some of these behind the scenes content uh, from the Insties is right now. This is what you get for also being valued listeners. Ooh, should I call the listeners the same word that I'm calling Jerry? Maybe that's yeah, maybe that's they're alienating. Uh, so here we go. Here are Jerry's nominees and uh, for the Insties. <clears throat> Game of the Year. Jerry has. Uh, you think it's Jerry? Have you even confirmed it's that? Jerry. It's Jerry. It's absolutely. <laughs> it is Jerry. totally Jerry. Game of the year. Uh, Jerry has played a lot of games this year, and so he only actually put one nominee for all these. So he know he knows he knows like, what he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So game of the year. Uh, Jeff's mom. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Her name's Barb. She's a nice lady. <laughs> She'll play with you. She'll play game yeah, with you. She's a nice lady. Uh, Two player game of the year. Two dudes and Jeff's mom. <laughs> That's, oh my that would be God. a three player game. Yeah, right. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Guess they don't count in Oklahoma. <laughs> Solo game of the year. Oh my god, Jeff. Mm. Okay, this is like Jeffrey. Like on yeah, Jeffrey is so funny. I'll take Jeff for two hundred. <laughs> what is Jeff? Jeff. What is Jeff? Jeff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jeff for four hundred. Jeff. It's what a, is Jeff? Jeff. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Um, thematic game of the year. Jeff's blow up doll. Okay. That's pretty, uh-huh. pretty All thematic. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, strategic game of the year. This is really funny. Jeff trying to parallel park. I'd <laughs> argue with that. If it was Deepwater Joe, oh. he would be the world he won leader. That game already. Yeah, he yeah. would be the world That's leader. That's an easy game for him. Um, cooperative game of the year. Jeff and his dog eating a hot dog from different ends. <laughs> adorable. Have I don't have a dog, but that's adorable. No, but that is funny. <laughs> Best artwork. Jeff's mugshot. <laughs> Best board game podcast. Board game snobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Real right. Yeah, right. Uh, expansion of the year. Jeff's butt. <laughs> People do like my butt. Which looks real he good. He really spent a lot of yeah. time on these answers, didn't he? 
I don't know, man. I don't think so. To me, it just seems like he's like, what can I put after the word Jeff? How yeah. about but? How about how about this? Uh, <laughs> this is funny. Digital game of the year. Jeff's Pornhub account. <laughs> Most photogenic game of the year. Jeff's high school yearbook, but you can't see Jeff because his face is in the crack of the book. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> game, game that reaches the widest audience. Jeff's genitalia. Oh. Hey-o. oh. I added the oh. oh. <laughs> Best small box game. Wouldn't you know? Jeff's dick in a box game. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Saw that one coming. And best yeah. new gaming mechanism, Jeff's roll and move the hell away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's the kind of stuff you can expect from the Insties. Yeah, great. Hopefully Jeff's or trying to parallel park will win legitimize our Instagram awards. <laughs> Depending on the answers we get, that could be a top five. Hey, could be. I'm, I'm taking the top five. So if yep. Jeff's trying to parallel park is in the top five of uh, strategic games of the year. It could win. It could beat on Mars. <laughs> I will put that sticker on my car. It's going to be close. Uh, so expect to vote on the actual nominees for the Insties before our next episode. Just keep an eye out on our Instagram account for all those stories that are going to go live. You should also be seeing these stories. Uh, we have, like like I said, 55 or so uh, panelists. Um, so you should be seeing these stories voting for the Insties just on your normal perusal of Instagram. Yeah, you'll Instagram. see them. You're following at least one person. Yeah, they'll be around. Yeah. Okay, so with that, uh, the our other valued board game snob has something to say about one of our one of our interestingly titled uh, gateway members. Erotic, dreamy, mile high club. What is your sexiest dreams that involve some aeroplanes? To hear more wild fantasies talk, check out Fantasy and Some Flights. Not all flights, because that would be exhausting. Check out Fantasy and Some Flights. Two best friends exploring the realms of beer, board games, books, and bourbon. Listen to the podcast. Check out their Instagram. It has nothing to do with what this fool just said. Part of the Gateway Network. So what's been up with you guys? Jeff, what's been going on, dude? I got some updates on the basement. Oh, ready for this? baby. Wait, what was... Tell us oh, what baby. happened the last time. Where were you the, in the last... the la, As of the last update, what was going on with the basement? I think you had finished I don't remember. framing. So framing the is... framing was done. Yeah, I think officially right. done. Or I was very, very close to being done. So okay. framing is done. This is all about Jeff's just, just making a, uh, a dungeon... Where he has all sorts of sexual devices yes. locked up behind yep. the wall. Mm-hmm. And then right? one room is a game room. Yeah, but that's more just like, who cares? Yeah, that's right? like the just rest for of it storage is purposes. Like, you know, pain and masochism. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. So it's a strategic game of the year. <laughs> My <laughs> Jeff Sex Dungeon. Yeah. Um, that's a thematic game, I guess. That would be more yeah, of a thematic yeah. game. That was, of the year. That's very so thematic. now we have we have light in the basement. So electrical is run. We have light in like two thirds of the basement. It should be finished today. Getting some plugs on the wall. So you're just gonna spray the the, the ceiling. Is Spraying that right? the so ceiling? So you have cans up there then. Yep. So the okay. cans are up okay. there, and the lights work, which is great. That is great. So electrical it just can be. That was like a very. You know, framing goes kind of slow, and it's like, all right, it's just framing. But yeah. this this kind of has like a finishing touch almost. Yeah. It just feels like okay. feels like progress. Yes, yeah, you we're don't have to have close. the you don't have to have floodlight on the ground anymore. Now you right, can have, like, I'm, yeah. So on. I'm excited about that. Uh, we've been watching like we've been trying to find another TV show to watch. That's like good. What did you end with? So nothing. Um, oh, I love that one. We I watched we that one started. All the time. Somebody at Devin's work 
suggested watching the show Animal Kingdom on TNT. If you're, it has like five or six seasons. Isn't it Animal gets, Kingdom its own network? Animal Kingdom is yeah, a place Animal Planet. in oh, right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> Florida, right? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Epcot. Oh, Animal Kingdom. I knew I'd heard of that before. Really this has nothing Disney to do with Disney. And uh, it's too. kind of inappropriate, but it's oh. it's okay. We don't know if we're really hooked on it yet. We are trying to get through season four of Fargo. That's just Wait, not... why is it inappropriate? Well, there's like... It's on TNT, and there's like almost... There's like a lot of side boob and like butt and... From who? Emmy Rossum? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> and well, and it's about like this family that kind of does like t- it's like criminal stuff. They're like this no. criminal family. Oh, so sort it's a of. show. It's not like it's a, a show. It's not, not like a, yeah. It's not like it's an not animal like documentary. No, it has yeah. nothing to do with animals. Oh, okay. It would be like when you said inappropriate. I'm like, why does it just rhinos pooping? Just yeah, just, just a lot of like planet Earth or something. Yeah. A lot of animals banging. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like animal sex. <laughs> this is the animal kingdom. It's like the Agricola. You're just gonna play that in the sex dungeon all day. So yeah, we did that. We we were watching a little bit of this, and we're a little bit of that. Fargo season four is just not as good as yeah, the other it's a three slow. so we're kind of dragging through that just trying to find something that's a good way to say that dragging through it was a slog for us yeah, yeah. We, so, we got through it we survived that we didn't we didn't well, we watched walk, it each yeah. week and it was it was yeah, still a every, slog bummer, every week i was like oh yeah the new episode's out and then it's like i was like oh okay something, when something, when needs something to happen, happen right and something will eventually happen yeah but I don't know if it's enough to, to make you care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did watch uh, the little things on HBO as a movie. So I don't know if you knew this. Is that a, a- documentary about my genitalia? Oh, <laughs> small box hand. Yeah. No. The oh, thanks, Natalie. <laughs> you help like me. Look how Natalie always no. supports you, and uh, I know. she knows it you're joking about yeah. like your sex life and all. But Natalie always has to have your back about. They just thanks, cheers, by the back. way. Yep, they thanks. just cheers over the size of Ryan's penis with our gateway mugs. Oh, we can agree. Ryan doesn't have a tiny penis. Cheers. Jeff, why didn't you ding me? It's yeah. unrelated. It's because we have the same experience. Unrelated. Turn your pelvis. Yeah. Oh, no. Turn your pelvis. But HBO, HBO is doing something cool. So HBO Max is releasing all of their brand new movies that would be in theaters. They're releasing them. Releasing. Releasing. Them releasing. At, yeah. Releasing them on HBO Max for the entire year, 2021. So all the wow. movies that would be in theaters are hey, on HBO Max. Hey, these places have to pivot, man. Right? Yeah. they got to pivot somehow. So this is the way they pivot. pivot. The Little Things has like... <laughs> This from Friends. I know. Yeah, they have this <laughs> awesome. It has uh, Remy Malik from okay. Mr. Oh, Robot. Yeah. It has Denzel Washington. Oh, oh, and Jared Leto. Oh, Jared Leto, who looks nothing like Jared Leto. It's freaky looking. Yeah, and it's it's like I a thriller, right? So it's a thriller. It it was okay. Oh, <laughs> I would definitely watch it. So I, you're I, saying it was in the 90s? I just wanted, yeah, I wanted it to be more because those people are like some of my favorite actors. Yeah, yeah they're all so Washington? good. And Remy Malik, yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah, but. Make your own opinion of it, obviously, of course. Leto, he's a good actor. Is he? Yeah, he's a really good Jared actor. Jared Leto's a good actor. Are, uh, did you see Fight in? Club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. He's in Dallas Buyers Club, which was he <laughs> was incredible that. in that. Oh. And he's uh, the front man of 30 Seconds to Mars. I mean, I don't know if they're still Yeah, but band. that's not an actor. Yeah, but he plays that part really <laughs> he plays well. That, plays that musician Wasn't part. he also in the Joker? Well, he's the Joker. He's Joker. He was the Joker, Joker. In, uh, in something. I didn't see that. Well, he's the... In something. Wait, was it? No, it wasn't Batman. It was no, it no, wasn't the Joker. The Joker. That was, was Joaquin that was, Phoenix. Oh, wow. was, it was the one, the... Um, yeah, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. yeah, he oh, was right. Joker in Suicide Squad. I saw Squad. that, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man. What, what else do I have to talk long, about? Though? I mean, it's not that old, right? Hey, I got my vaccine. Yeah, like you like did. The Wait, <gasps> part one? I got part one of my vaccine. That's so I don't want to get I don't get into political blah, blah, blah. So you are not going to get rabies. You're talking um, about rabies, right? Yeah, rabies. Okay. So I got part one. got his rabies vaccine yesterday, too. Did he see Diddy Cross Jeff? We went to the same thing. And then we had a hot dog. That's on either side. It was a really cute date we went on. We both got our rabies shot. We had a hot dog. It was so fun. 
<laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully, the, hopefully me getting this shot is a step toward some normalcy at some point mm-hmm. soon and yeah. not, you know, turning into some Right, because I've been but. looking forward really to honestly just getting out there and just coughing directly into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I can't do yeah. that right now. Well, let me get my second dose in a couple weeks after, then, then we, okay. can, we can just right. try it out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Because, I mean, <laughs> did you have spreading any droplets effects? from your mouth like no. the, great, the greatest <laughs> thing to do? We can't do that now. Yeah. Our rights are being taken away. <laughs> yeah, no no where, side effects. Where just did like you go to I get went it? to Macomb Community College and they had this whole setup mm-hmm. uh, in a building where they basically walked you from station to station. And then. What'd you do at each station? Uh, like, you sign these papers and then you go there and you give your insurance card and then they check your, like, teacher ID and then you check this thing and then you go there and get oh, a so shot they, they and then you wait. verifying like are you allowed to get this yeah, yeah you right because you're like a healthcare worker yeah. Or a teacher yeah. is that the two yeah and know? then you wait 15 minutes after and then you sign it for dose two and then you leave so I teach like, board games is that qualify yeah. me mm-hmm. when are you getting dose two the 18th I think of February that's wow that's birthday. pretty good. so cool grandma's birthday yeah sweet yeah so three it was like <laughs> 20 days or something <laughs> after something back to you that's six and a half months to the day before my birthday so yeah, it's it's you know my arm was sore, but that was just like normal. Yeah, shot yeah like normal stuff. Shot, stuff, right? um, yeah. shot, shot, yeah. shot, shot, shot. So <laughs> what did you do? Everybody, oh, okay. <laughs> what you don't know? Yeah. Didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. No, I had no idea. You ever went to a club? No, I can I can <laughs> say with confidence I've me, never went to a club. Me either. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yes, I have one time. Chess club, maybe. Uh, last episode, you were talking about doing keg stands, so I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you didn't know what you were talking I think the only time I ever went to a club was when I was like in my early 20s. I went to Las Vegas for Halloween. That's cool. And we went in this like limo, and it took us to like different like clubs in Las Vegas. Are you Vegas. sure they weren't just casinos? Are you sure no, bars? they were like, they, a bar like and a club. giant dark rooms with expensive drinks full of people just crowded together and dancing. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah. That costumes. sounds like the worst. Was, and then I dressed like an Eskimo, like a loser, where, you know, everyone in Vegas is like, who are women, you know, are dressed like... Sexy Eskimos. Sexy. And I'm like a freaking so Eskimo. Hot in Las Vegas. Why are you wearing a yeah, coat? Eskimo? You're in a parka? <laughs> Good Lord. Well, I mean, I like, it was like a a white zip up thing with like a hood but it was like long sleeves and it had like a short it was almost like a dress Ooh, that was like shorter that sounds kind of hot but I was wearing like boots alright why don't you cheers see? or can something can you uh <laughs> cheers to this short skirt that you wore I want to see pictures of that please pictures. thank you that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> okay One of the worst things about the Gateway Network are the huge jerks who ruin the fun of being an evil fascist dictator. One of those people is Christian from the Superboard Sunday podcast. (laughs) We had a good thing going, us three Gamecasters hosts. We were all rolling right along in the great Gateway bracket run by bad board game covers until I went up against Christian in the best table presence category. My pick was Rhino Hero Super Battle, a lovely little game about placing monkeys directly onto a three-dimensional building where you're actually creating that during the game. It's exciting and fun and has incredible, you know, table presence. You don't just walk by this game at a convention without stopping for a look. My competition was the incredibly unique Dwellings of Boring Vale with its hex tiles and miniatures. You've never seen anything like that before. No. Uh, And definitely uh, would be enamored by its table presence, which totally doesn't look like every other game ever made. And definitely stands out in the crowd thanks to its um, artwork. It's totally popularity <laughs> it's dice. contest. That's a big game. If you right saw now. this game on the table, you would definitely not think it was Vindication or literally any other game with miniatures and hex tiles. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 annoying because they cried that it was a popularity contest when Frankie lost, but now they cry because 
It was a po- it, they, it was they so won close. because it was a popular contest. Yeah. So I don't care that I lost. Argument. In case you can't tell. <laughs> so before I knew I was facing this most unique and awe-inspiring game, Natalie and I had plans to play it with Mick Dave Mick and his wife Mrs. Truok. We held to that and went over there. And Dwellings of Elderberries was set up and ready to rock. <laughs> in Dwellings of Everdell, players are competing to earn resources, buy cards, fight monsters or each other, and you guessed it, build dwellings. The game is a thematic Euro uh, slash Ameritrash hybrid where a lot of mechanisms in it are very Euro. It's worker placement, resource management, conversion, tableau building, and things like that. Uh, but there's also some very Ameritrashy stuff going on as well, what with the combat, which is roll to resolve, as well as a deck of magic cards that offer quests to complete, potions to help you fight monsters, and end-of-game victory point cards that you can just luck into, which sucks. Basically, on your turn, you place a worker on a tile, and then you gather resources on the tile or utilize the tile's benefit uh, then it's the next player's turn. You keep placing your workers in this way until you can't or don't want to place anymore, at which point you can send them all back. And the cool thing about this is that in in all games, you're, you're like building up a little tableau of cards in front of you. And these cards have certain abilities of their own on them. So when you bring your workers back from the board to reset, you can place them on the cards that you've got. So you're kind of playing like two different worker yeah, placement games, which is cool. really cool. I like that it's not just like a... It's not just like a reset round. Yeah, it's not like a reset, like almost feels like a waste of a turn because you're just pulling your guys yeah. back. You get to actually do really cool stuff. That's cool. What's this game that? called again? Um, it's called <laughs> Dwellings of Blackable. Uh, Elder Vale. Elderberries. Elder so, Vale. Schnozberries. <laughs> Are they Schnozberries? Natalie doesn't know what it's actually called. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dwellings of Elder Vale. Dwellings of Easterville. <laughs> so this game is one where you're competing with your opponents to get to spaces and the other where you're building your own tableau to give you more stuff that only you can use. The combat that works pretty well and functions like like risk, Dave kept saying. Basically, if two or more different player units or a monster occupy a space, there'll be a fight. And each player rolls a certain number of dice equal to what type of units are in that space, okay? And then you simply compare the dice in descending order. So if I roll in with three dice and Allie comes in with two dice and I roll a six, a five, and a three, and she rolls two sixes, she wins, right? Because first we look at our highest dice. We both have a yeah. six. Our second highest, I have a five. She has a six. So... She wins. I don't right? think I've ever played a game that did that. Yeah, you're not really a big fan of yeah. you know those kinds of games, so we don't play a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Roll to Resolve is kind of an antiquated mechanism. That's not something that game designers typically use yeah. nowadays, um, especially in a game that's a hybrid like this. Anyway, so I actually found that to be a little more pleasant and, and refreshing because it's it was such a thing back in the day. That was like all games were back then was roll to resolve and now people are designers have found interesting and unique ways to kind of not have games like that you know mm-hmm. one i can think of off the top of my head is kemet where you don't even use dice at all they're just cards which you would have expected a game like that to have like roll and resolve yeah. combat but it doesn't and it was really awesome and so it's kind of circled back to that original you know roll right dice to resolve kind of combat and it was cool i kind of like that um so what i liked all my joking aside about the table presence, the game is gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it is beautiful. I was colorful. giving them uh, a bunch of crap. They're awesome guys, by the way. Christian Frankie yeah, is Super sure. Sunday. They're awesome. It's all, in, it's all in good fun. Yeah, all in good fun. They have said much worse to me about me in their own Discord server. Uh, <laughs> so no worry. Uh, we love those guys, and we're going to be hanging out with them soon. We're going to do a crossover at some point. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so things I liked. The game, beautiful, right? It doesn't really do anything that hasn't been done before, but it does look really great on the table. The miniatures are pre-painted. And they look so That's good. Cool. They look fabulous. The art is on point. All the resource tokens look like what they're supposed to be, which I always appreciate. That's always yeah. so cool. Um, it's a very nice production, and it feels nice to play. 
and manipulate the components, uh, especially with the game trays that come with it. Oh, the game trays are so which is so awesome. cool. Is it from the game? game it's from trays? yeah, they're game yeah, trays with a Z. <laughs> with a Z. Oh, yeah, game tray awesome, YZ. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's cool. As far as the actual gameplay goes, it was really fun. I wasn't like giddy excited while I was playing it, but I did enjoy like all of the individual gaming mechanisms. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I looked at it. I did too. Um, it was fun placing your workers to get stuff, and it was fun taking them back to activate unique stuff that only you could get. That might have been my favorite part of the whole game. It was cool that your units had different unique abilities. So, for instance, I was the Rattlings. That was, like, my faction. Mm-hmm. And my workers, there's, like, three. There's like a bunch of you have your workers, warriors, wizard, and dragon. dragon. Those are your different units that everybody has. They all have the same units. But they could all do, they all have different, like, special powers, which, you know, so it's, like, asymmetric, but just, like, kind of a little bit asymmetric. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Like, for instance, my workers, when I'd bring them to a battle, they would always bring a sword with them, which a sword you can spend to get an extra die. Or it's also a resource to buy stuff. But yeah, every time my workers went to battle, they would give me an extra sword. Every time my dragon went uh, would move, he could take the action of a tile adjacent to him, which is so freaking awesome. Uh, the resources were very tight in this game, which created some really tense situations in the late game where we knew Natalie was going to end it. And so we had to calculate how many turns we had left and what we had to do to get accomplished before that happened, which was really a lot of fun for me. I liked that a lot. I enjoyed trying to squeeze every last point out of your cards and the tracks. And the, it was just really, really good game in that way. I also like how variable it is. We played with uh, four of the eight different factions. And then each faction is double-sided. So it has two different ways to play it. There's like an easy side and a more challenging interactive side. Uh, and there's also a number of modules that we didn't play that make the game more replayable. So I really admired that about it. It seems like if you like this kind of game, you will have a long time with the components just in the box you get yeah. from the Kickstarter. I know. Now, he did he did back it on Kickstarter, so I'm not 100% positive that all the modules come in the retail version or if there will be the retail version. I don't know that kind of stuff, okay? Uh, things I didn't like. I don't really love Roll to Resolve Combat. I, I thought it was a refreshing kind of thing that we haven't seen in a while, but I don't really like that. Um, I don't mind randomness in games, and I actually love rolling dice. It's one of my favorite things. But in a game where you're doing a lot of Euro-like mechanisms, adding that kind of randomness in feels a little bit disjointed to me. I get that they're probably trying to appeal to everyone by making a thematic game where you're rolling dice and exciting moments fused together with the mostly Euro resource management and worker placement. And I just felt like the combat could mess you over in a way that I don't really love being messed over when I'm playing a Euro game. You go in with four guys, and you're expecting to just demolish this, and then you just roll one, two, three, four with my four dice. Natalie has one guy. She rolls a six. Guess what? That one little worker destroys my dragon, my wizard, and my warriors, and I'm yeah. dead. And now I just, like, oh, that, like, that's, like, ugh, frustration that I don't love in a game where you're working to build stuff up, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, basically, the crux of the game is putting down your workers out and then pulling them off to take actions. But if another player just walks in and fights you and beats you, your guys basically die, and then you can't, so they, they die, but you get to take them back. But when you get to take them back when they're dead, they don't resolve the cards in front of your tableau. Right. You don't get to take action. And that them. can happen to you out of the blue. If you're just on a place, I can go to a spot where you are, and then we're going to fight. Automatically, we're going to fight. And if you have four guys and I have one, I'm screwed. And now I don't get to do what I wanted to do on my turn. And that feels bad because I didn't choose to participate in this fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just chose that for me. And that can suck. Um, I also personally found the game to be very challenging, and I don't mean that it was hard to understand or even hard to do well necessarily, but I felt like I didn't get it. I felt like I played most of the game and had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) This isn't the game's fault necessarily, but to me it didn't feel like it was easy to see what I should be doing. I felt confused. 
You know what I mean? A lot of the game, which felt a tad frustrating. I'm sure that would alleviate with more plays as I learned the way the game works more, but it didn't hook me right off the bat. Like I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take my turn and do this because I was mostly like, okay, it's my turn again. What the hell do I do now? <laughs> Which is, to me, it's usually like maybe not the greatest sign for replayability. Um, I guess my main criticism is that when games try to split the difference between being Euro and Ameritrash, it always sounds like it should work. But I'm usually left feeling like I just wish it was one or the other. You know? Uh, so I, I do, I liked, I really liked the role to resolve combat. I thought that was cool. I liked the way all the powers worked, but I kind of wish maybe that was a different game or something i'm not sure after it was over and i played the entire game i would say that i really did enjoy my play of weldings of everwood i think it's probably well, in the 10 percent of the 10 percent. i do i do think it's better than good night great 10 percent. i do think it's in the 10 percent of the 10 percent. i don't know that i'd be chomping at the bit to come back anytime soon but i can see the appeal that someone would yeah, love. Absolutely. I can see that someone would like love the marriage of these two. Um, I do think it's a good game a lot of people are going to love. What do you think, Natalie? Um, well, I went into this game. I didn't know anything about it. All I knew was, I was like, do you think I'll like it? And Ryan was like, nope. And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, well, it's an Ameritrash game. <laughs> so I went in thinking like, you know, it wasn't going to be a game that, you know, I'd really like. But I didn't realize that it mixed in that Euro aspect. And so yeah. because of that, I was pleasantly surprised. I had a lot more fun with it than I thought I would. And and I completely understand and agree with some of the stuff you said about the randomness with like the dice and and you know, the battles and stuff like that. Well, also the that... card, the card, I didn't talk about that, but the card flips too. This has that mechanism like Takenoko where you can just take an action to grab a card and then, oh, it scores me five points because I already have the thing that's, and then, yeah. you know, you almost did that at the end of the game. You ended up not taking that action because you were like, well, this is guaranteed points. I didn't even These have any more. end game points in those But I mean, cards. if you would have spent your, your yeah. like crystal or whatever it was to get two cards, you could have just lucked into eight points. Right. You know, and yeah. just like, okay, and that, that, I hate that. That feels, that, again, I'm not going to yeah. crap all over the game for that. It's just, right. that's a mechanism I really don't enjoy. Right. And so I totally get that. But luckily for me, my, my play, I just, I think I got really lucky. I was rolling really well. Oh my God, I dude. I killed like it almost was, all the monsters. It was so <laughs> just like awesome. six, six, It six. was so funny. <laughs> like, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to do well. She's like, six, six, five, four. You know, and then like, and then she'd be battling Dave, and Dave's like, "Oh, I got six, six, five, three. And Natalie's like, "Well, I got six, 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 six. I got them all. One time, I rolled four sixes and a three or something. Yeah, every time she there was three monsters on the board. Did you win? She killed. Yeah, she did. By well, the cool thing was the 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 first three places were within three points of each other. So it was Natalie finished first. Two points behind her was uh, Patty, Mrs. True Oak, and then I was one point behind her. Mm -hmm. And then Dave was a little bit behind. But we did play something wrong. Um, we play, And it's actually, a, it would have changed a lot about the game. The dwellings give you points in a way that we didn't we didn't play with. Another yeah. thing about the dwellings, you put when you make a when you build a dwelling, you have to use a worker and he's gone from the game by doing this. So think of it like in Carcassonne you're laying the guy down. He worked and then died. After he yeah, built this yeah. dwelling, he died. But so you put <laughs> he on his head, yeah. you put he this becomes, little hat yeah. on his yeah. head. 
and it's like a, it's, it's like, like a roof, roof. <laughs> like turning him into oh, a dwelling. Okay, right. And every time we did that, we like we'd put the roof on, and we'd be like mm, Gryffindor. Yeah, we, we all <laughs> we were sorting yeah, into houses. Everybody <laughs> had to do that; it was required. So was that, like, the game was really fun in that way. We were we were doing stuff like Natalie fought this one like disease vagina monster thing, and we had a safe word every time you fought it because did you, you use the disease mushroom. We did didn't you use, use the that. Mushroom. Oh, okay, she should have. Yeah, you should. Penis have. mushroom what? beats your disease vagina. You know, come on, Natalie. Yeah, geez, penis bring the. Mushroom? Oh, oh my! You don't gosh. know what the penis mushroom. <laughs> it's like she doesn't. It's like she's not here. It's sometimes. like she goes upstairs and we. It's like we have a built-in one of those Men in Black memory erasers. <laughs> and she just. I thought like, I was oh, thinking everything. like game stuff. I wasn't thinking about that. You have to be That's thinking about I'm everything just... at every point, Natalie. Come on. <laughs> she didn't remember the name of of, of dwellings of Boringville. Was she was like, what is it actually? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're confused. We just played the game. You don't remember the diseased mushroom penis that your dad bought I for remember. you? I remember. He I listens didn't... to every episode. He's going to be very offended. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mushroom. there was this this like this like this like vagina monster, and you can dominate the monsters. Yeah, you can dominate. And so I was like, oh, we wait, come up with a safe word. And so Natalie's safe word was banana, <laughs> which is phallic so already. You saw in the Discord, Dave was like banana. So yeah, she oh. like she went to fight it. And she, of course, beat the living shit out of sure. it. Sure. Six, 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 five. <laughs> and the, the, the thing rolls five dice and she still beats it. And then I was like pretending to be the monster going like, banana, banana. <laughs> you know, and she just dominated anyway. Yeah, she she won. It was cool. I think there was like five monsters total in the game and I won three. I beat three of them. I beat two of them. Poor McDavid. Only because Mick I was. No, no, no. There was six because Patty, Patty beat the tree. You beat two? Yeah. Oh. I beat the dragon and the, and the disease vagina. Prove it. I, I have pictures. I have picture evidence. How do you not remember any of this stuff? I remember everything that you did. I'm not cheersing you anymore. I'm not cheersing you anymore. Anyways, I Thanks, liked Jeff. this game. Um, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, I liked. Okay, so because it was mixed with Euro, it made me that it made me like enjoy the battles and like fighting monsters more because it wasn't only that. You know, I'm still playing like a Euro game, but also like these monsters are in my way and I have to like get rid of them to like go here. Kind of reminds me of the samurai a little bit, you know, like, yeah, got to get rid of these bandits to like help me Fighting continue field, on my sir. game. And, yeah. Rebellion in the field. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. And I, I, agree, with, I agree with you, too. I really, really enjoyed the, the regroup mechanism where you're taking your workers back and then you get to like take all these extra actions with your cards yeah that was and the best part for I me thought. like that gave me a lot of like resources to help me like do more stuff on my turns mm-hmm. um there was like some cards where you know you had to be up so high you had to be the highest on your on a track of that color to be able to use it so that helped me like have a plan to yeah. like go up on these certain tracks so it wasn't tracks, just arbitrary use the powers yeah. yeah and then win the game i also liked about those cards too was you could like kind of modify them so there was like little spots where you yes. could take these little um resource tokens and put it on there and then you can either spend it and get the resources or you can put it on your card and then use that as an action to get that every time. That reminded me of that gnome mechanism in Belfort. You know, you have those cards in front of you and they do something for you and if you put a gnome on it and it unlocks a special yeah, ability, it was kind of right. it was kind of that similar thing. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, and I also thought even the, the worker stuff was interesting because you only start with three regular workers, but you have, or is it two? I don't know. No, it's three. Three. And then you have a few other workers, and then, like you said, the warrior and the wizard and the dragon, and you have to, like, you know, spend summon resources them. and summon them. Yeah, you're summon summoning them. them. Um, but even, like, that was interesting because, you know, you, 
we all kind of did that a little differently. Like you didn't get as many workers as yeah. I really else. all I did was got one worker and the dragon. But or like if like you said, if you build more dwellings, you're also taking away a worker you can use, and you still did really well. You still got yeah. You know, yeah, almost as three many points, points behind as you. As, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, I thought it was fun, but at the same time, when we were talking about it, you know, afterwards in the car. Like, it's totally a game. Like, if somebody's like, you want to play this? I'd be like, yeah, but I don't see it belonging in our collection just because Agreed. I can't ever see the two of us just playing that, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was very, very good. Jeff had a question, Natalie, he yes, wanted to Jeff. ask you. So you kind of answered it. Okay. And, I, and this is a question I've always I've always kind of wondered. Because this was a game, and there was another Boxers. one recently that you, that you liked more <laughs> than Ryan. Because I think you liked this more than Ryan. If we had to say... Yeah, 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 so. for sure. Have you ever had the urge, Natalie, to go on after playing a game like that and go and just buy it and be like i want this in our collection because i want yeah. you to play it. have you ever had that there's one feeling, i can think of right now or do you just kind of leave it to ryan to like no there's definitely and, been times mostly there's right, definitely though. games mostly that you keep right. because mostly of you right. right there's games in your collection yeah. that you keep because of yeah. you but do you ever have that urge to just go i fucking loved this game i'm going on i'm buying it and we're keeping it yeah yeah i can think of one example right now what? you own it um euphoria after we played Euphoria, you were like, you should buy that. You should probably buy that. And okay. So the you, only reason we didn't was because we didn't think it would be as good with two players. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it with two with Devin at some point yeah, soon. Because I'm like really I feel like there's been things excited like, to. But that was one example. Yeah. Right, yeah, at, right after like, it was over, she was like, We should we should just buy that, well, right? That's like, really good. <laughs> I remember at Gen Con we played um we don't own it anymore, but what was that called? I remember. What <laughs> I don't know what Shadow she's about. no. Shadows of Brimstone? That was not a... Oh, not a uh, Shadows over Camelot? Camelot? No, no, not the Camelot. The Shadows of Camelot's again. <laughs> yeah, it is. Damn it. What's it called? You know the one... Oh, gosh. Come on. Let's do it it's, right now. It's called Shadows of We're Amsterdam. We're figuring it out. We don't Shadows of Amsterdam. You did not like it's it. Saying, Shadows saying of Amsterdam. It again. Shadows, of, Shadows, Shadows Amsterdam. over Amsterdam. Shadows oh, Amsterdam. yes, 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 yeah. yes. That one. <laughs> I said it first. I know. Man, I can't We almost said it like five times and you're like, yeah. so I can't remember. Well, she was it's trying like, to it wasn't on the, the track. Process, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it would, Shadows it Amsterdam. Yeah, because that yeah. was like a, yes. a Codenames-ish sort of yeah, picture. Uh -huh. yeah. Describe. Yeah. Anyways, we played it at Gen Con. I like loved it. Ryan was out. It was okay. And I was like, I want to buy this. And then we kept it. And we played it a few more times. But every other time we played it, Ryan was still like, fuck this game. <laughs> He's like, I'm not good at it. I would just it. be, I, I yeah. want to know one time I want you to just, just buy a game without telling Ryan. That would be like, the greatest like thing Ryan, of my life. Like you'd be able to play it after Ryan yeah. would have to have sex with you. Right? You'd get so turned on that it would just he would just like have a, to like. If a game yeah. showed up and I didn't, and I was like, yeah, you're like, what is this? And you were, and Natalie was like, I, I kickstarted a game. As long as it's not like Bunny Kingdom, right? Yeah. Or what's that game <laughs> well, we played? What's that game we played? Unicornus Knights. Ugh, that was like. Well, in order for me to do that, that I have to know about games, and I know about them from Ryan. You so know I what I can do? Research. So I occasionally, not all the time, occasionally will. We'll get a Kickstarter that Ryan didn't know about, and I'll text him, right? Yeah. And I'll yeah. be like, "Check this. Maybe I'll do that. And yeah. I'll send okay. just send it to you. Yeah, yeah. And say like, this is like kind of cool. And if she says no, I don't want to. I'll text to it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I should have final approval yeah. here. <laughs> it, there's like a ninety percent chance if that happens that like it'll show up twice because Ryan. Will yeah, I've already bought it. I've already bought it. <laughs> bought it. That's a good point. That would be really funny. That's a good point. That, that would probably would. Do you even have your own Kickstarter account? Uh, yes, because I backed Jeremy's game. Ah, oh, yeah. you can't remember the name of it. 
um, stop the germ. Nice. Yeah, stop Very the good. Okay, so that was Darlings of Evenflow. Uh, I don't remember who exactly puts it out. The real name is actually, of course, uh, like Breaking Games. Of I want to say it's like Breaking Ever Games. Breaking is the, Games. Is the yeah, Breaking Games. Yes, Dwellings of Elder Breaking Vale. Bad games. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad Games made yeah. Dwellings of Her to Her. Jeff, what else did we play? <laughs> well, let me tell you. What, let me I tell you we. another game that you guys played. <laughs> yeah, tell us what we yeah. played. Yeah, which we also played. Um, we, as in me and my wife, this is the newest game from one of our favorites. Favorites. Condom. Stefan Feldcondom. The condom. Feld Stefan Feldcondom. I went through and counted. I think I've played about 13, 14 Stefan Feld wow. games. Wednesday, so this, Tuesday? Wednesday, Tuesday. <laughs> and this one, I know we were super pumped to get to the table. I yeah. was waiting to submit my insties until yeah. I had at least played that one. I want to play Prague. I haven't played that yet. Right. Obviously, I'm past that. But um, I wanted to play at least one of those games. And we yep. got Bonfire to the table because when I tell Devin, I'm like, it's a Stefan Feld game. She goes... Who's that? Who's right? That? Yeah, exactly. And then, what? and then I tell her, "Well, you like Castles of Burgundy, you like Trajan, you like Amerigo, and this is another game of his." Does that real quickly? Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ryan. I raised my hand this time. Mm -hmm. um, does that have? Uh, do you get any sort of satisfaction out of the fact that he's an educator as well? Yeah. Okay. I want. I wondered. Yeah. I think I it's cool. Yeah, like, would that make you like, yeah, I want to play these games a little bit a Yeah, little I bit can more. do that. Yeah. If, someone, if there was a I director of teachers. compliance for a property casualty insurance company who made board <laughs> yeah. games also, I'd be like, that's cool, man. Do you even know that there's anyone else in the world that I think I'm the job? only one that has this position. <laughs> Wait, Reiner Knizia doesn't do that? <laughs> yeah, that's so. Maybe he does. His side hustle, I think, is, is whatever words you just said in that order. Because <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Um, Reiner Knizia again. Did... Did Natalie explain the theme of this game to you? No. Okay. She was like, she was like, I'm not going to go through the theme because first of all, I don't understand it, and second of all, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and so it it's a little strange. Sense. So you are <laughs> you play as a group of gnomes, mm. trying to bring back the light, warmth, and energy of the bonfires that have gone out. Do you guys remember David the gnome? No, I know oh. the Travelocity gnome. <laughs> yeah, I know those. Ones. All right, David the gnome was this, was this cartoon from back then. If anyone listening knows David the gnome. Keep it to yourselves. <laughs> if you know David the Gnome, no, uh, uh, go to Patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously, if you know David the Gnome, get a hold of me somehow and let me know. So as these gnomes, you are visiting guardians of light on their holy island, and you're asking to prove your good to them. Okay? So you want to prove your goodwill to them. Yeah. I'm a gnome. Okay? I'm trying to prove and each completed task that you do is going to reignite these bonfires back to your city. Wasn't read, that wonderful? I read that, that part beautiful. and I was like, "What?" I was so, like, "I'm just gonna skip over yeah, that." Although, <laughs> you think you think after he after he wrote that line, he was like, "What do you think about this one?" Yeah. <laughs> so, although I, it's strange, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I kind oh, of enjoyed it because it was different than his. Because a lot of times when you think of Feld, you think of those those Euro those just kind of. You're in Notre Dame and you're walking right. around the city right. and you're picking yeah. up no, resources. I agree. I agree this, that it's different. Yeah, you that. could have I just skinned didn't really this. Understand it? I'm like, what the hell is a bonfire? Yeah, and why this do they have to be lit? Definitely some drug-induced right. coma. It was a, just a fantasy. <laughs> that he this up in. Yeah, it's definitely a fantasy like theme. Yeah. But you could have skinned it as, as really anything, right? You could have skinned it as you're building a city and these people walking around the cities are busy. Yeah. Well, you could have done that. That's what they call pasted on. I kind of was yeah. okay with him taking a little bit of a different. I like it too. You know, I've played the Spiker Stots of the world. We've played those. Yeah, I'm glad. I agree with you. So, I'm with you 100%. Um, you have your own player board, which is your city, Beautiful. okay? which has a little area of squares, a grid. And then you uh, you have your gnomes that are sitting on your city. There's the big oh, game board. So those, those are the gnomes? gnomes? Yep. I thought you called those novices. I thought the novices were on the main board. 
right? Maybe they're, oh, all, they're novices. all novices. Maybe they're all novices. Oh. But anyway, I call them gnomes. I, I felt like I'm um, like that's the thematic name for these novices. Gnomes is cooler. Maybe I mean I don't know. I don't know. I Name them right. all David. Um, so I'm gonna keep calling them gnomes, and then they're probably <laughs> novices, and that's all right. Whatever. So I think you might be right. They're not. But when they're there, I'm going to call them gnomes. Gnomes. Uh, so the, the game board is broken down into different areas where you're taking different actions. That is not unlike many Feld Any games. Game. Um, and the actions that you do, you move your ship around an island. You get tasks from those islands. You can invite a guardian to your city from those islands. So that's like a whole... That, that one area has about three actions that you can do. Yep. You can add a pathway tile to your city. You can add portals to your city. You can move the guardians along those paths and along those portals, and then you can recruit specialist gnomes. <laughs> and the specialist gnomes give you powers, abilities throughout the game. There's uh, yeah. six or seven oh, of the them that will give you points. The, the cards. cards, yeah. yeah. So yeah. those cards the will give you cool things. And the um, and the way you take actions is by spending action tiles that match that have the matching symbol of the action that you want to take. So if I want to buy these specialist gnome cards, I have to spend a tile that has. Card a card on, on it, yeah. or there's you know there's replacements and, and wilds and things like that, but that's what you have to do. So I have to spend one and spend some resources. Mm-hmm. And the cool way that you get these action tiles is through this kind of little fun mini game um, of placing this tile set onto your game board, um, onto your your own personal player board into this grid. Okay, and these tiles have three actions on the tile, so it's like a three by one, and it might have ship. Uh, Get a tile and move your guardian. Might be the one set of the tile, and you place it onto your board. I'm a little surprised they weren't more polyamino. I feel like they could have been. They could have been, but they're you know? just like a they're a straight line. They're the hero. Yeah, right? yeah they're three by one. Yeah, three by one. And so when you place that onto your game board, which is an action, you get those three tiles, which will essentially let you do those actions. But you also get if you line up or match adjacent symbols, you get all of those symbols as well. So, That's cool. for example, if I put a ship space if i had one uh ship on my tile that i place and i line that up with three other ships i would get four total ship tokens which would then let me <laughs> ship ship tokens i get those ship, i get those shit tokens i ship my pants yeah. <laughs> um so then i would get so it really picks up early on you're, you're only starting with a couple action tiles and the more you go the if you plan well you can get six seven sometimes even eight crate like you need a bunch of yeah, tiles to be able stuff. to do a bunch of actions yeah um Another thing that you can do on your turn, which toward the end of the game, um, you can ignite a bonfire, which means that you completed one of your tasks that you have in your city. Once you do that, you take your little gnome meeple or novice or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. and you add them to the main board, mm-hmm. which gives you a little bonus. Mm-hmm. And then once a certain of those are placed between everybody, then it triggers what I thought was cool, a, a round countdown. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, which it doesn't immediately end, right? So it's not a it's not a huge surprise. But it could if you wanted yes. it. So with two players, I think it was seven, right? As soon yep. as the seventh one is placed, the first player takes that five token, and now you're counting down. Now everybody has five turns left to do as much stuff as you can. And um, as soon as then the round is that the last round is over, you're done. And you score points for like your completed goals, your pathways. Um, portals, having your guardians in the portals. There's a lot of like little things, but all of the scoring happens pretty much on your player board. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. some common objectives as well, but all the scoring kind of happens on your own player board. So let's talk about thoughts. You want me to start? Yeah, you start. Yeah. Okay. I was, I think you you're going to, uh, I, we kind of had a pre-discussion before the episode, but I'm assuming you're going to agree. I think it started out. I was on the fence a little bit. It started out a little slow for me. Yep. And I was like, okay, I'm with you so far. This seems like this is going to take forever and nothing will be fun. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was like, all right, well, I can only do one. I'm doing one thing. And then, and now I, I did two things and now I have to, now I have to take the action to add that tile to my board. And now I'm running out of those. Like, am I ever going to complete tasks? Am I ever going to be able to do things? Mm-hmm. And then my opinion shifted about halfway through yeah. and it just, I was like, I get it. Like it clicked all of a sudden and, and things started picking up. You're getting more action tiles. I can do more things. I can trigger all these things to happen on one turn. And it was just rolling. So almost at the halfway point, I wanted to just start over. Yeah, I wanted to be like, okay, I get where the game is going. I get how to do things now. Let's just restart. Um, because the, the back half of the game was so awesome that it made me want to play right then. Right. Play again. Yeah. And my wife was the same way. It probably took her 80% of the game to go, all right. I, I like this. Like, I know what I'm doing. She did very well at it. She didn't think she was doing well, but she did really well. And she won. And Go Dash. So it was, yeah. It was, I, with it slow starting, I didn't know where it was going to end up. But now that I knew where it was going to end up, I, I liked it. Like, I don't want to say, well, I'm never going to play it again for the beginning. Because now I know where it's going to end up. You don't stop what you're doing because what happens at the end? Yeah. <laughs> you like an apple? No, eventually it'll yeah. be a core. You like red wine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I loved the little mini game of placing those tiles on your game board. I thought that was, took really fun planning, but also was just like, like tense where I'm like, how can I not get exactly what I need? Yeah. Right. You can't get everything you need tile wise. Yeah. So you have to do your best with the tiles that you can get. Yeah. And then placing them, you know, I might get four ship tiles, but I really need the other tile. I really need two of the, the guardian tiles. Right. So if I get two guardian tiles, now I'm only getting one ship tile yep. because I have to move it. So I like that decision. That reminded me of of Trajan because I had more control. I have a little bit of control over my actions. Where in Trajan you're picking up the but you can't just do anything you, you want. You can't just do anything you want. Right. And same thing with I think it falls in between this and like Amerigo for me. When Amerigo was like, well, who the hell knows what I'm going to be able to do this turn? You throw the cubes in the tower. Yeah. Even though they're, I'm throwing yeah. the green yeah. cubes in. I'm, hopefully one the green, green cube is probably going to come out, but it might not. So yeah. it's, it has a little more strategic planning. Amerigo is, sure. I think, a little more like tactical sometimes. Yes, like, right away, you got to make your decision. Yes. Trajan, I can plan a handful of turns in a row mm-hmm. in Trajan. And this was probably somewhere in between. Daniel, that, I was talking to Daniel real point. quick from the game yeah. table about this. And, you know, he's the Feld genius. He's, yes. That's like his man. He, I think he's played literally every stuff in Feld game. Um, he, th- he said that this was the, to his mind, the heaviest of all the Feld games. And one of the reasons he he, know, he said that was because he can, he's like, you can basically plan your entire game from the very first turn. Of that game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of the game. I can see Everything that. is known. I didn't realize that. You know, I didn't think that way in our in our play, but so he's played it multiple times yeah. now. And yeah. he's like, the more I've played it, the more I've been like, okay, you can pretty much go, here's the tiles I have that I can be able to use. You can like plan out and map it all out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, that creates such vi- big, heavy, strategic, yeah. you know, kind of. That might be yeah. a feeling. turnoff to some people who say, well, now I don't have these tactical moves. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get that surprise move. Mm-hmm. But I think with maybe with the cards with the gnome specialist, those might rotate, or someone oh, buys sure, the one card, or I'm not. I know I'm not going to play this game enough to know what I'm going to do every single turn. I, I'm not um, like that. I don't <laughs> yeah. think yeah. that way because people are talk that way about Terra Mystica. You know, you got to draft the you got to draft the um, factions, or else it's too imbalanced. And I'm like, I would never play the game enough to, right. for that to ever be a thing. Yeah. yeah. I also so I, I really liked that for. All the the Feld game, Feld is known for these point salads, right? That's always been yep. his his thing. I didn't feel that this game was super point salady. No, right? it wasn't no. at all. It was also like, well, 
I don't know if you remember, what was the score for your game before end scoring? Before end scoring, almost nothing, I had right? Like, yeah, I think I, I had like, Natalie, I had like 15, yeah, 15. Yeah, so you were way low, well, but, but we were should have had lower because we scored yeah. something in game that we were supposed to have scored end game. Okay. Oh, yeah, we scored um, those common tasks in the game. Oh, yeah, you score them at the but, end. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we really probably would so, have. So, yeah, had like I think Devin and I had about yeah, six, six or seven mm-hmm. points yeah. going into the end game scoring. And then all the end game scoring was, was, was not like, oh, you get a little points for this. No, you had to actually try. You get the points on your board, and all the points were there. So it didn't feel as as hectic, which I do like the Trajans and the Burgundies where you're just like getting points and points and points. This one felt more structured. So you got to work for it. It felt like a Feld game as I was playing, but as I was scoring, didn't feel like a Feld game. So I kind of, I like that he's kind of, he's doing some stuff, Uh right? He's still, he's still keeping it fresh for me. Also rules explanation Devin and I finished in maybe slightly under 90 minutes. We were right at 90 Whoa. minutes. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know how we long were, this took. Devin also is quick. Devin's like, Devin makes moves. She just moves. does her stuff. Yep. Devin yeah. makes, especially on our first play, she just like makes moves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that is a great thing to get back to the table. Yeah, for sure. That we can play it in 90 minutes. That's good. Um, my only like nitpick, I think, and this comes with uh, just playing it more, the iconography is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I hated that. On the on the board, yeah. like when you're looking at the actions, you're like, what does yeah, this mean? They're weird and then... The, the different like symbols for like the, you know, the guardian colors didn't stand out to me on the cards themselves. Cause one, one of the special cards is like this guardian gets you double the, the resources, yeah. but I'm like, is that the gray one? Or is that the yeah, slightly yellow one? Right? The bonfire tiles had that too. Like, you think this is the gray yeah. or the neutral? Yeah. So I, I wish those were a little <laughs> more distinct. I had to look up quite a few things that I thought were confusing. Iconography is, yeah. is a hard thing to do really, really well. Yep, it's hard to get right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, well, let's let's. What do you good. guys think? Yeah, why don't you start Me? now? Like, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I haven't played all of the Feld games, but I think this is the hardest one that I played. Can I sure. can I ask you a question before you start? Yeah. Okay. This was Natalie made a resolution. I want to give you props for this. You made a resolution a couple Hell episodes yeah. ago Hell that yeah. you wanted to learn and teach games. Yeah. So can we go back slightly and you tell That's me right. how learning the just game went? Slightly. How yeah, just move back slightly? <laughs> how did learning the game go? How did explaining it to Ryan go before? I don't want to dictate what you tell me, but that's what I want you to tell me. That's true. I fulfilled one of my resolutions. (laughs) Wait, one is done. done. One is. I want to learn one game and I want to explain it. One game. Yes. No, that was great. Push up, and that's not. And this was like a real game. You're not explaining the fuzzies, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Good call. Well, yeah. I decided I wanted to play this one. I wanted to learn it. Ryan's been like really busy doing a lot of stuff, like having people test his game and. And doing other things with Which the Which is gateway. also resolution stuff. Yep. And so I was like, I'll spend the time like learning this so when we're ready to play a game, you know, we're ready to go and he doesn't have to like spend hours doing this. So the first night I punched it and I set it up. It's and so that good. took me like an hour and a half. <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> it happens long. all the time. That happens a lot. We, usually it's me doing it, right? And Natalie will be upstairs doing something. I'll be setting it. And she's like, did you know it yet? And I'm like, I just set it up. Yeah. Now like, I, I got to learn it. it. Yeah. So yeah. there was like one night during the week. And by the time I was done setting it up, it was like 1045. And I was like, I'm going to go to bed. So then like the next night, I sat there and I read through the whole rule book. And it was... It was a good. I've. I mean, I. It was a good. It, it was a good. I felt like I <laughs> got well, most of it. There was like a few things where I was like, I'm definitely gonna have to go back and reread that because like what? That's <laughs> right. Normal. Exactly. You know, but That's even, normal. Yeah. And even reading like the rule book, I was kind of like, <laughs> like I wasn't like, oh, cool, this sounds awesome. I was almost like, like, huh, I don't really, I don't really know. 
I don't really get it. Yeah. Like I get what I get the rules. That's why I just don't get like what I would do. It's great that those watch it play videos exist. Yeah. So then solidification. We didn't end up playing it for a couple more days after I read the rule book. So um, yesterday before we played it, I I watched a video on YouTube of a guy pretty quickly explaining it. He actually did a really good job. Do you remember? I don't even know who he was. Is it John Gets Games? He was um, British. Okay. Oh, he was like it was probably Paul guy. Grogan. He has like Paul, Paul Grogan's dark Paul Grogan's good. Paul Grogan is I, I think sure. I watched the John like Get Games video. And he's I like great skipped too. the setup part because I already did it. And so it was like really like 15 minutes of him just explaining it. And I, he, I felt like he was very concise and clear. And I thought that like just solidified all the rules. Yeah, it's got to be Paul good. Grogan. Yeah. So that's a good strategy if you're out there trying to learn board games, you know, reread mm-hmm. things, set up the game, right. watch a video. Because these games can be so daunting. You know, sometimes now I've read enough rule books where I can just read it and I can visualize some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, if you're first starting to learn games, like well, the, you did, it's a, a great game strategy. like that, like Bonfire, who, you know, Daniel from the game table is called the heaviest of all the Feld <laughs> yeah. games. You're going to probably forget something. You know, you'll read it and you'll understand it. But yeah. then you'll probably forget something a little, right. you know, here There's and there. So time, if you watch a video, yeah. that video can be like, oh, right. That yeah. thing. Like, I, I got to remember that, that one. Now yeah. I get it. Or sometimes you were like, what does this symbol mean? And I was like, um... Let me see. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. It's the disease oh, garden penis right. symbol. Uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You remember what that is, Natalie? Yes. It's this I thing am. your dad got. Okay. So, what do you think about the game? <laughs> Anyways, um, I felt it had I had very similar thoughts as you. Um, at the beginning of the game, I was I was kind of like, what is going on? What am I supposed to do? I didn't really get, you know, how things were going to progress, and and I don't know. I just didn't know how things were going to like work out. Yep. And then, um. And it was difficult and it was like hard and confusing. But then towards the end, when things started coming together and things started clicking, it was awesome. Like we both had some really awesome turns. You know, I had like a lot of my moves planned out, you know, like, okay, I'm going to, I only have this many turns left. I'm going to do this on this one and this on this one and this on this one. And then I'm just like waiting there like, hurry up, Ryan, so I can take my next turn, (laughs) you know? And so it it was like, ended up being like really fun. So because of that, I think when we play it again... I think it'll go different. Um, I think it won't feel like such a slog at the beginning because we'll have an idea. Yeah, we've had that one play under our belt. Right. And, you know, even even the part where, like, you know, the guardian has to move on a procession and then he can't go guard a bonfire unless, you know, the bonfire's flipped over and the task is done and then there's and a portal, there's a in portal there. And there. So like that at the beginning was kind of like, what are all the steps I got to do? I still feel that way. But... I think I get it now. Um, yeah, I mean, I it, I like that it had potential to, you know, string together some really cool moves. Um, oh, yeah. And then my favorite part, which I think is the same as you, is the, the board where you place the fate tiles and, you know, you gather resources. And I think another cool thing about that is that that can make it, like, variable every time, you know, so if and 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 like you said, you also have like control over like what resources you're gonna get and like like let's say if I place this tile here, I'm gonna get a bunch of these guardian action tokens. Um, I was calling them resources, but they're action tokens. Or if I place it over here, I won't get as many guardian. Maybe I'll get one, but I'll get a bunch of these ones, and so you can kind of like tailor that to what you need. Um, and then I think. The the bonfire, like the great bonfire in the middle, that was interesting. There I liked was, that. There was it. Ryan had a couple like specialty gnome cards. Were they gnomes? I don't remember. Yep. 
specialty cards that like worked really well for him the ones that i took i took more end game point or not end game but in game point card like point cards not like the ones that gave you abilities um the ones that gave me abilities didn't really like help me that much but the one you had was so awesome he had the one where you can place the portal wherever you want instead of you don't have cool. to just From go right left. to left yeah i also From had right the i also had the card that at, when you take the great bonfire action you collect all three things so yeah. those two oh, cards cool. working together were oh, yeah. really so that, good. So I was yeah. going there all the time yeah. because I get three get of the stuff and I can put the portals wherever right. I want to. So that really messed me up at the end because <laughs> mess you up <laughs> because I had to start from right to left and I had bonfires built and guardians ready to go on them, but I couldn't get the portals yep. there. And yeah, because like, you build the pass left to right and you build the right. portals right and to left, which I thought had, was like, a cool a thing. Also, they were like, okay, I have all these purple action tokens, so I'm going to move to where I need to get go and then ryan took one of those high council actions where you can put the bonfire anywhere you want and he literally put it in the one spot that made the, the next one i needed the farthest away i didn't know mm. and like i yeah. and then i like couldn't get it you did it anyway it wasn't on purpose no but, you know i was kind of we like, did a no! couple of we yeah. did many things in this play where the other player was like <laughs> yeah, we got son of a yeah. bitch it was it felt <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it did feel <laughs> like god yeah. damn it like it was like <laughs> like there's enough interaction there that i i felt good about it right it was it was turning that thing was enough, right? I, I do want to play my own game a lot of times in these Euros, but yeah. I do like that little bit. It was yeah, good. It was it was off. decent. It was like a, an interaction that wasn't terrible. Right, yeah. was Getting a, blocked, that's, there was you something know, that's that cool. I, right, yeah, that's that a I blocked him, and he was kind of like, he was like mad about it. Like, oh no, like I was like building up to this and now I can't do it. But then he's like, then I just had to pivot. And yeah, that was a way. cool, that was a cool thing. It took a while to get there. But yeah, um, are you? Yeah, are you go good? Okay, so I have some thoughts, both positive and negative. My positive thoughts, I love. I all right. The theme was weird as weird. It was so <laughs> weird, but I loved the way the game looked. Yeah, I thought it looked it so looked good. good. I complain all the time about how Stefan Fell games look awful, and this game was the opposite to me. This game looked and felt really nice. The components were pretty were pretty decent. The artwork on the on the game, I loved the color palette. It was like that dark so, blue, dark yeah. like it was really cool and they had some like pops of color on the yeah. on the portals, you know, the pinks and the blues and the yellows. That was man was that lush and nice like I loved that. I did love the the puzzle that you're playing in front of you with those with the hero tiles, the one by yeah. threes, <laughs> where you're getting the resources. And Jeff and Natalie both mentioned this already, but it, it does feel really cool to see a couple moves ahead. Like if I put this tile here, <gasps> then I put that tile there. That's going to get me like a whole mess of stuff that I can then use. And I also liked what was interesting. I found many times I wanted to put another tile out, but I couldn't because I had too many. Um, yeah, like I needed. I like I don't have any blue. You know, which move you. I was like, I don't have any of those. But there's one on this resource tile that I can put out, but I can't put it out yet because I have more than one. Yeah, unless you want to discard it and you're like, I can't discard yeah, actions. Yeah, just, just right? discarding them is like so like no, yeah. you don't do that. Um so it was it was really interesting finding ways to get other stuff done to to you know, that's gonna help you enough so you can get that new tile to come out to get more resources. I really liked that puzzle. I loved, loved the high council. That was my favorite. The High Council and the Gnome cards were my favorite thing in the world because every single thing in this game that gives you an additional additional benefit are awesome. The cards were so awesome. They yeah. broke the game in a little way, and I love when there's like little game-breaking asymmetrical powers that come out. And this game had that. Those Gnome cards you take, like, like for instance, Natalie just talked about a second ago, I had the card where I could place a portal on any anywhere, and that 
was liberating. Yeah. I, so now I'm taking that great well, bonfire action, and I don't care because I can right. whatever's on there, I can all, take it and all those all seven portals to get that. I did have all so seven, that I all seven is portals. What happened? I that was get, so I got, like, awesome. Stuck because I, I wish yeah. there was more of these moments, but there were moments in this game, which is my favorite thing in the world, which is what, probably my favorite thing about the Magnificent that happened all game, where you can have turns that you take this and then that gives you this. Oh, and then now I can do this and that gives me this and then I can do this because of that and that gives me this and I get. <laughs> oh my God, did that feel cool? And so Jeff mentioned 50% of the way through is when it clicked for him. For me, it was about 75%. At about 50% of the way through, I was kind of like, okay, it's congealing. I can sort <laughs> of understand the game. The first 50% was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. I, the game was playing me. And I even said that out loud. Yeah. I was like, the game's just playing me. Yeah. Which is, was fine. I was like going through it and learning it. And then 50% of the way through, I was like, oh, I think now I can make a decision that influences yeah. what I do. And then 75% of the way through, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially this feels good. You only have certain action <laughs> tiles. And so you can only really take those. Yeah. You're building, of course. You're building up to stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I also really, really enjoyed... Um, the uh, the way the game ended. I thought that was so cool how <laughs> after you placed the whatever number of um, uh, of those neutral guys yeah. or whatever th- those things novices are called, or gnomes novices, or whatever they are, yeah. then, then there's this little trigger where you now there's a decision. You have five turns left or you can stop and take those points. You can just be like, I don't want to play anymore. Okay. I pass, I'm out, and I get the points of the number that, of tile, token that I have. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't do that, I take an action. Now I give this tile to you. And you have the decision to either play or take those points. Mm-hmm. And that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Because you're really thinking about what your opponents are doing. Like, okay, I could just take five points right now. I'm already ahead by 10 points. Does this 15 points? Yeah. Is that enough? But then you're done. Then yeah. you don't get four right. more actions. Is that enough to yeah. carry me through? Yeah. Like, am I going to get more than five points in these next four actions? And if mm-hmm. you don't, take it. And it's awesome. Um, all right, so things I, I didn't like. I thought the game was a little bit unnecessarily. I thought there was like it was a little extra steppy, and I didn't like that about it. Like, okay, so you take the portal, which is the thing that the guardians move on, right? The colored portal. Those is that the, right? There's the pathways. What's the what's the one the guardians are moving that's on? The path. Yeah, they're, okay, they're pathways. The path. They're oh, called right, right. something else. Right. But they're the pathways. portal are the little yeah. tiles. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're replacing yeah. the pathways for the guardians to move, and then you also have to make sure that I mean, you don't have to, but you want to make sure that you get uh, a a bonfire tile that matches the color of yeah. that path, so you can get the extra points. Then you also have to worry about getting a portal that goes in the middle of both of those two things, and then you also have to make sure that you have the guardian there to move into the portal through the portal to get the bonfire so you can get the points that's underneath the novice that you're using to then put out a, <laughs> yeah i was like this is just like why yeah. is there so many steps and i, I the theme I is they're traveling through the portal and they're, uh, <laughs> like they're protecting sense. the bonfire it yeah. makes right. yeah. it does make sense yeah. like weirdly thematically it makes sense sure, that weird. you do need the portal there to yeah. have the path so i get that but i was i felt like they could have removed the portals completely and it would have been awesome still yeah because i I know you talked about how you liked that you put the paths from left to right and the portals from right to left. Yeah. I was kind of like, why did they? Why? Why is it like that? It was weird. I thought it was kind of weird because that it was I think even there's like there's that risk, right? There's that risk of all right. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk this guardian all the way across these paths, but I need to make sure I get the portals there because now I'm getting more points the further right they go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So this first one is easy to drop my guy in a portal and get a couple points, but, but I still I need to get my portal I still all the felt way there. Like it was hard. To have enough resources to get the path all the way across and yeah. to move your guy all the way across, right, I thought that was still really hard. Yeah, I think that. Well, I think that was. Yeah, I think that was. That was still. I thought. I felt like 
I felt like the whole game, and maybe this is just the learn. The learning curve was tough. I felt like I was yeah. constantly having to be reminded of what, what, how does this? What do I do with that? So I wait. When can I? I kept asking now. I'm like, when can I put the guardian in? Do I have to have this guy on that board first? And do I have to have the tile flipped over, or do I have to have the? Th- you know, there was like yeah. I felt like there was so many little steps. It was a little bit clunky. And I thought, way. yeah, it didn't feel smooth to me. It didn't feel. Like a Castle of Burgundy yeah. where you don't need, it's just you play the game and it just kind of like so organic and smooth. This game didn't feel smooth to me. It felt like you really had to like crunch your brain to be like, okay, here's, and I didn't like that for just the steps that you had to take to get the stuff. Um, I did really enjoy the non-point salady uh, aspect of it, which I love point salads. We all three of mm-hmm. us love the point salads felled. I did like that you had to work for your points. Yeah, you had to make sure you can't just take a bonfire tile and that gives you four points. Yeah, this is not you this had is not like, a two hundred point felled game. No, no, no. I ended with eighty eight points. I think. I think and Devin was, and I were both like in the sixties or something. Yeah, so it's like you're getting. It doesn't even go to a hundred. Mm. You get the fifty point token and then you can get up to like ninety nine and that's like there's no hundred point token that I didn't yeah. think right. right? No. But um, so I like that. I like that. Okay, I want to go after that bonfire tile because that'll give me seven points. But now I have to make sure my strategy throughout the game is enough that I'm going to complete that tile to flip it over. Because you don't score yeah. the points until you satisfy the requirement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I really liked it. I really liked it. If you would have asked me how I felt at the first half, if we did the halfway, how do you feel? Yeah, I would have been like, I don't think so. I don't think I don't yeah. think so. This one needed a 75% how do you feel? Because yeah. <laughs> 75% through the game, it like snapped you know, for me. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Do How often are we going to play it? I don't know. It's heavy. It's uh, if we don't play it for two months, I'm gonna forget that whole yeah. path to the thing. And why do I got? How do I? I'm gonna. It's just not. It doesn't feel natural to me, so I'm gonna forget that. Yeah. Um, but man, those cards. Those cards were everything to me. I felt like next play is gonna feel so different mm-hmm. because there's gonna be different cards. Like I'm not gonna have that same combo. Yeah, and with two, cards. you're not running through the cards as much. Yeah, right. There was a whole stack yeah, of cards only, we, we only, had that we didn't even play through. I think between the two of us, we only bought four or five. So, it was so like that's this yeah. has really really high replayability in my opinion especially and also the way that those resource tiles come out that's random right right? now you get to pick either the top one or the bottom one to put in your player board but they're going to be set up what if your ship ones are all right in the middle the ship that's what happened happened my ship ones were all right in the middle so i had to come up with unique and different ways to get those to set up for the scores or or so yeah i'd or i had to like burn through two tiles to make a ship mm-hmm. yeah. to then put it over yeah so i was like really struggling like the to ta- figure that there's out. a bunch of different tasks that can come out and that can guide what you do too like one of my early tasks that i picked was to have one offering or five offerings on five different islands and so like that made me i mean that was yeah like, she's zooming around that the was board. A lot. that yeah. was six points she's so i was like around. i'm gotta go buy up all these things Yep. To like turn this over. And it takes an action expensive. to flip yeah. the tile. That was huge. At the end of the game, I was like, I have two turns left. I was like, I was like, all right, I'll get the resources and then I go get the tile. Boom. And now he's like, yeah, but that's only you need three actions I, then. Because you gotta is, flip it over. And I was like, oh I liked no. that. Yeah. I did too. That is a huge positive for me because again, that's where you're not lucking into points. Yeah. Like all of a sudden at the yeah. end of the game, I can now flip right, eight tiles over just, because yep. I did that. Yep. Like, no, you have to take a turn to ignite you have to the bonfire to get the points. I liked that too. I liked yeah. that a lot. And it, it, it changed the way. So it was, there was two turns left. And so I had the two point tile and I was like, I can go get this bonfire. 
boom. And she's like, yeah, but you're going to need an extra turn to flip it. And I was yeah. like, oh, right. I left one of my tiles so flipped up two points. because I it wasn't going to get as many points as my actual yeah. action. Yeah, had two. Yeah. I she was had like going to get three points. I went and got this tile. It gave me three points. And then at the last second, I realized, oh, if I get this elder card it gives me six points so never mind yeah <laughs> i definitely like this game a lot better than the other release of feld this year castle of tuscany <laughs> it's funny it's at the complete opposite end of the weight spectrum as castle of tuscany which is one of the lighter games by him i've ever played this was really good i i yeah. enjoyed it um it'll probably stick around in our collection it might eventually go just because i don't see it hitting the table as often as a castle of burgundy or even a trajan or a carpe diem Mm-hmm. right person for, for so us. where is this so you you, you like carpe diem better than this i think carpe diem has a better chance to be played than yeah. this okay. i don't necessarily think it's a better game do you have a rank are you throwing it and is it a i think right now i feel like we wouldn't have to play it again yeah right now yeah. i think it's at the back end of the ones i mean i definitely don't like it but i mean castle burgundy is castle well, yeah, burgundy Cal- trajan is also like i mean super great really good, yeah. um Amerigo is also yeah. like, we loved Amerigo. So I think it'd be toward the back end, but it, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I did. I think it's in the 10%, the 10%. Yeah. It definitely is in 10%, 10%. It's a good game. Very good game. So that's Bonfire <laughs> by Stefan Feld Condom. Um, okay. So last year, I was a Kickstarter monster. I backed so many <laughs> Kickstarters, they finally started producing their own energy drink they called Kickstart, which Natalie <laughs> and I use to kickstart our energy every day so we can get back and back more Kickstarters. Well, one such Kickstarter game was this beautiful looking card game with transparent cards called Canvas. Man, this game looks good. One thing about me is I fall for hype pretty easily when it comes to Kickstarters. I see something shiny, and the fact that it's like 400% funded, and I want to get on board because, hey, everyone else backed it, so why shouldn't I? Uh, And it was only like 50 bucks for the complete all-in bundle. And I'm telling you that that is also a recipe for me. And I would guess for a lot of other people out there as well. If it's 50 bucks or less, if it looks awesome, and it has a ton of people backing it, that is a recipe for me to auto-back without doing a ton of research. You know, it's a low-risk kind of game. Uh, I looked very briefly at the campaign and was like, yep, this is for me. This is for me. Well, it showed up the other day, and man, was the box cool looking. It even comes with a hole in the back of the box, so you can actually hang it on the wall and display it, which I thought was really cool. The game is made up of a bunch of transparent cards. Uh, Think like Gloom, if you played that. Each with a different little piece of artwork on them. And the point of the game is you're sticking three of these cards together in, in a sleeve to make pieces of art, like you're making artwork. There are so many cards, so the combinations really do seem endless. The trick is that the heart of the game deals with satisfying these goal requirements... Uh, by matching symbols printed on the bottom of every one of these transparent cards. The symbols come in, I think it's five different colors, and each card has some number of these symbols on them. So if you take a card that has uh, the yellow symbol that you need to satisfy this goal, another card might have the red and blue symbols you need, but they might cover up the yellow symbol when you put the cards together because there might be another yellow Mm -hmm. symbol you don't need, right? So you're sliding all these three cards together in a sleeve to do this. And there's a bit of a trick in figuring out which cards you want to put together and whether they need to go in front of or behind other cards. Um, the player with the most points is the winner, and that's uh, Canvas. So what I liked is it's, I mean, everyone's going to have the exact same like for this game, whether you've played it or not. It's beautiful. It's oh, yeah. gorgeous. It's like, it's just incredibly awesome looking to look at. Looking at all the cards, it, you just, it begs for you to take pictures of it, which we did. Uh, the components are really cool. Uh, the, the Kickstarter version I came with has these wooden components, but normally it's just got, you know, the regular cardboard punch outs and those are fine. They, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that. I really loved uh, the all of the game, like looking at it on the table. It's got table presence. It looks really it's got good. Easels, right? It's got little yeah. easels, which are not Kinda very useless. functional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't really want to use those. They not suck. Much can stay on. Um, things I didn't like. 
everything else. <laughs> the game is literally just about icons on the bottom of your cards. The artwork means nothing. It means nothing. It can help you get ensconced a little bit in the theme if you want yeah. to you know use the theme and it's pretty to look at but as far as gameplay goes it could literally there's there it means nothing yeah right the artwork has nothing to do with the actual gameplay i've said that same exact sentence about six times and i think yep. you guys understand i get it, Got it. um <laughs> it, there's five or six goal cards or something that come out and these goal cards just say you know if you have the triangle symbol, if you have the pound sign symbol, and if you have the swirly symbol on your cards, you know, you'll get five points. And you can only make three pieces of artwork throughout the game. So it's really nine cards because three go in each sleeve. Yeah. And so you're basically, all you're doing on your turn is you're drafting cards from the center row and you're, you're drafting them based upon, okay, what card satisfies the goal for me? Like I already have the triangle symbol. Now I need the swirly symbol. Oh, it's on that card. And you take it. And you put them together to try to like, you know, because when you put them in front of each other, the the symbols are going to yeah. match yeah. up, right? And so you put them in a sleeve. And man, was that boring. That was, <laughs> it's like, it's like, seriously, they were like, we just made this work of art. Let's put a game on it. Yeah. Let's slap a game on it. And the game is like the most uninspired. I mean, it's just like, it must have taken them five minutes to come up with this. It was so dull. And I was so mad because... I wanted so badly to love this and hang the box on the wall yeah. and take it down and play it and for it to be this new gateway game and I don't want to I don't want to have to make myself come up with ways to kind of make it fun like yeah. I, I kind of like was like I, I put a post out that was like I don't like this and uh, Sam McMeeple was like what if you played again and this time every time you put cards in there you're telling a story about what the artwork's like. You know, and I was like, eh, okay, I don't want to have to. You like, were like, what if you do that when I send you the game? Yeah, I don't yeah want it's it. yours now, Sam. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually going to send it to Gabi because it has a solo and he wants to, he wants yeah. to play it. Oh. But anyway, um, yeah, but exactly. I was just kind of like, I don't want to have to do things on my own to make the game better. Yeah. And I, I got to like make up a story just to make it like not terrible. I have enough games in my collection that are really good that I want to play again. This right. game sucks. It's it does. I, I don't I don't I don't know how to mince it any more than that. It sucks. It's boring. And I think, Jeff, you're going to play it. And I think uh, you might yeah. think it's a little better than I think it is, because I had these high expectations for my from myself. Yeah. And it just like dashed into the ground. Once I realized the art meant nothing, I everything else made me mad, like everything else. Yeah, because yeah, I got mine a couple days after you played it. And I was kind of like, oh, cool. Ryan got it. Ryan got his. I'm like, great. I'm gonna get mine soon. And it's gonna be beautiful. And then you played it like almost immediately. Yeah, like the and day you're like this yeah. is awful <laughs> and i was like yeah i know i'm sorry oh, should i just like return to sender mine right away or what it. because yeah. we you and me i think you and natalie i feel like are like simpatico when it comes to game thoughts sometimes you and me are a little bit we have different tastes sure. a yeah. little bit you know i would wager to guess you're gonna feel mostly the same it sucks yeah it and sucks. i feel yeah. when i thought about what you said just now it made me feel when i played fog of love and in that game you have to like be the characters and what would this you know this dude with like tattoos and a mohawk, how would he act during this situation? But it's like, I no. That doesn't help win the game. I don't I don't need to I don't want to play <laughs> I don't want to You don't want to roll I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um I wanna I wanna put workers on a space and get resources. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's what <laughs> I want to do. Yeah. Okay. And if I need a blue resource and fog of love, I'm gonna get that one. Okay. I'm gonna get that. That's what the blue that's what this guy wants. That's like, this is exactly So I don't that. wanna do you that. You can spend your time making making suboptimal moves 
to lessen your score to make an amazing looking picture. You can be like, oh, this doesn't get me any points, but wow, would that look cool with this card I already have? Yeah. You could do that. But then, like you said, why would I do that? Right, yeah. That's not fun. That's not the and game. Make the You're... theme, make the make the theme come through in the gameplay, right? Don't make me don't make me have to to live the theme, right? Like yes. yeah. I like theme in games sometimes. Like the bonfire thing, for some reason those portal things made sense in my yeah. weird brain. Yeah. yeah I get but it. I was like, okay, that makes some sense with this yeah. weird this weird ass theme. It does, theme going it does on. make sense. But let let the game do the like bring the theme out, right? Don't don't make me Yeah. Don't yeah. make me live you it. You have to Yeah, and, and the rules don't even say like in gloom. Um, I believe the rules actually say you got to tell the story while mm-hmm. you're going through the game. This game doesn't do that. So mm-hmm. you, it's like that's a, like a stupid little house rule yeah. just to make the game suck less because you like the art. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because the art is outstanding. You're going to yeah. you're going to look yeah. you're going to put this game out if, if when you play it and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I want to love this is really awesome. The like player mat is like this like it's not it's not just a board. It's like a, it's like a, what's it made of? It's like a cloth. Is it like cloth I kind of so. thing? It's cool. Like you like unravel it. Yeah, it's like a can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a canvas. Okay. All right. So you, un- you, oh God. Natalie wins. All right. Natalie, what did you think of this game, over. canvas? Yeah, it's over. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, the game sucks. So. Oh my God, stop saying Sorry, that. Natalie, what do you think? This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, I agree. I. It seemed so cool, like like the art, like putting the artwork in like in in the little sleeves and creating a whole new super cool like artwork. Right. That sounds so fun, awesome. Mm-hmm. But that's the only cool part about it. And it's not even the game. Yeah. That has nothing I, to I do with the game. I agree with you that somebody was like, "This would be so cool. Let's make a game out of it," and then. They, the game part is just like not fun. It's just not, you no. know, it's just, it seems like, this is, I don't want to be mean. Be mean. But like, it seems They're like, you know, yeah. just like a, <laughs> like a crappy little game that somebody just like picks up from Target. It's not like a game game. Yep. And, and so there's really just nothing to it. It's not fun. Like the only appeal is. And I, yep, beat it down. It. I think a lot of people are going to apologize for the game because of that. They're yeah. going to be like, well, the art's so good. You know, the game's actually a nice yeah. little filler. It's just a little filler game. I, I thought no. that too, even like right after we played it, because I was so, I thought that was so cool. Like, look at this cool artwork I made. And then it even comes up with like a name. You did make an awesome, you, know, and you made a really this, cool And I'm like, that's awesome. So I was like, maybe I would play this. And then I'm like, no, I wouldn't. No. This game wasn't fun. The game itself. And the, first of all, those clear cards is not, that's not new, right? You have nope. c- like Custom Heroes, Custom Heroes put an it. amazing game behind right. theirs. Yeah. And then there's another... Uh, that there's like a three set series of those games, and I can't remember the card crafting system. Yeah, right. The game. Um, um, anyway, that's drive me crazy. But yeah, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Insert name here. Mystic Veil. Uh, Mystic <laughs> Veil. Yeah. So they've created these card crafting systems. So even that's not new. Right. I right. Think that so anybody who thinks that like the novelty ugh. will wear off quickly because the game just isn't fun. Like once that once that yes gets like not so there's awesome no way anymore, you're gonna be like oh i can't wait to put play. the yellow and the red one together oh this card doesn't do it right but it looks so cool so i don't care if i get less no right no yeah. it's bad that's a, bummer. it's a bad one so that was canvas canvas <laughs> yeah kickstarters boo um jeff you got anything else man yeah so i i just want i know we talked about ryan sang a song about the magnificent a few episodes ago i did Devin and i sat down and played the magnificent okay which we both really loved yes and i think yes, that it I'm will so happy it'll did. hit the table more it's definitely Devin wants it like kind of more in the rotation which is interesting to um, me because it's got polyominoes and that's not her bag it has polyominoes not her bag it has dice drafting that she doesn't love um 
And but it's not a pure polyamino game. It's not. It's not. And it's uh, it was cool. I kind of like the theme. That's another game where I feel like the artwork just just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it almost like entranced me. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's evocative. I'm like, yeah. cool, because it's not like it's not like circus, circus, like that, no. that, that. that it's <laughs> right. not that. Right. It's like, like almost borderline thing. a little creepy. Like mm-hmm. the the person on the cover is weird. Oh, dude, it's very dark. So yeah, it's a dark circus theme, which I think was like that's the angle that you make this game, right? And I I loved it. I loved the the decision making with the dice. Um, you know, taking the colors and then going, oh shit, this is you great pay action, for but these, I gotta though. pay. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, it was it was very fun. Uh, I'm looking to to play it more, and it also felt really tight. Like toward the end of the game, it's like well, I got I gotta run my five act show, right? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Devin goes on that 18 cost thing, yeah. and I'm like, oh, well, like, now oh, I gotta pay 20, I and I can't now? do yeah, it, right? More, right? And I love that you have those gems to adjust it, so you don't. I don't. I never felt cornered. Me I too. never felt Neither. awful. It was just it was just spending a little more to do the action. So if you like a game like Coimbra, um. Like it, it just was a good. If you like dice drafting game, I think this is a solid addition. And I feel like, and maybe it didn't. I felt like it flew under the radar last year. Yeah, in twenty nineteen, kinda. And I think it deserves some a little more yeah. credit than I it's feel game. like the people that play it love it. Yeah, but then it's it, it, which feels like a game like Lords of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Everyone that plays Lords of Vegas is like this is the best game ever. Yeah, but why so does fun. it doesn't seem like it gets the right. attention? So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then I, w- I want to talk about a, a kind of a silly game that we played. Right before our last episode, called the fuzzies. The fuzzies. Fuzzy wuzzy. So the fuzzies <laughs> is designed by the same team that made Wavelength. Varsh. Okay, which is Wavelength is that cool game with the dial and you're giving the clue back and forth, which includes Wolfgang Varsh. Varsh. The Varsh. Who makes the Toy Dog the Yeah, Taverns of Tevendal. He makes Quacks of Quedlinburg. The Mind. The Mind. This dude is making games, and now he Illusion. makes a game called... Very different game. Can't handle my illusions. You don't have time for my illusions. <laughs> yeah. And now he makes a game called The Fuzzies. The Fuzzies. The Fuzzies. <laughs> which is just so funny. So yeah, I don't know if funny. they were... These guys were just sitting around, and they were like, this is a hilarious what little family Jenga kid game. was these little colored balls these that fuzz stuck balls. to each other? <laughs> and I don't even know how to describe... What are those? Like, the only time I've ever seen these... Fuzz- so the Fuzzies are like, these... Very fibrous. Yeah, they're. I've only little, seen them in like they're almost like pom poms, right? If you yeah, would think they're like pom poms when you're like doing like arts and crafts yes. or yep. something. Yep. So they're just tiny little fuzz balls, and they come in this big cup, right? And you flip this cup over, and you smush the fuzz balls down, and all of a sudden these fuzz balls somehow stick through together. magic, yeah, <laughs> stick together and form this tower. Okay, so it's a tower of fuzz balls, and what you do is uh-huh. simple enough. You grab a card and it has a color on it. And you use your fingers or these teeny tiny tweezers and you pull one of the fuzz balls out of the tower and you stick it to the tower higher than where you put it. And you can't just put it on top. So it's not like you're stacking. You're almost stacking on the side. Yes, on the sides. So you're making it imbalanced every time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And you play until like like a rhino hero or a Django. You play until it falls over over. and then everyone else wins. (laughs) Um, And there's a kind of a cool addition. Like if if I make a fuzz ball fall off, like anywhere from... 10 under like if, if i make them all fall obviously you don't do this but if you make one or two fall you draw these cards and it tells you what you have to do on the next oh that's right. fuzzball that reminds right? me of a yogi, yogi yeah and it's always something goofy so if i make two fuzzballs drop i move the two fuzzballs i put mine on there and now i draw two cards and it says i gotta close one eye next time and i gotta do like elephant arm which is stick my arm underneath my other arm and do something strange yeah. or i gotta like use my non-dominant hand so it gives me like a weird challenge the next time i do it if yep. i make them fall Right. So it was. It's it's a fun. I posted about it on Instagram, and um, 
people were like, oh, I wish I would have backed that or knew about it. Because I think, again, it it was on Kickstarter. It kind of hit its goal, just barely over. It's got some really and good table presence. Table presence. <laughs> That's why and people like yeah. it. They, they see yeah. it. They're like, what is that? So I want to play that. It's not, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a, like, oh, my God, this is my favorite game of all time. No. Yeah. The Fuzzies. Right. <laughs> like, uh, like, you're not going to see it on a 9x9 nine nine or the 3x3, three <laughs> three, yeah, right? Or whatever. Sure. My yeah, top nine. Sure. The Fuzzies. The Fuzzies. Jenga. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's, a, it's a, maybe a cool game to play with your kids, to play with family, to play, like, end of the game night. So I'm picking... If you're, like, recording a podcast and you want yeah, something to play right, right before, before the podcast records, yeah. you just play the Fuzzies. I'm picking games on Monday <laughs> for our group, and we're gonna. I'm just going to bring the Fuzzies in case if we have yeah. five minutes at the end. You're going to have a great gonna, time. We're going to play it. You're going to have a great so I don't know again. I don't know if it's going to retail or what, but it's called the Fuzzies, and it's magic. It's, it's cool. A, it's, it's definitely ma- magic. Yeah. Silly. It's it's silly. Did you know that cat penises are hooked? They're like hooked. I've heard something. I feel like, like I that. told you that. No, you didn't. Um, Natalie knows random trivia. I know. No, Natalie, you didn't tell me that. I've known that since I was a child. Oh, Natalie, well, then, yeah. I've only They're, known you yeah. since I was an adult. Yes, I knew mm-hmm. that. So Youths. I feel like this game is just the, that's what they did. They harnessed the power of cat penis hooks into these fuzzballs. Yeah, and that's how they stick it's to so each other. It's so weird. You just take one off and you can stick it to it. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. And you hear a little like, yeah, which is like <laughs> the female cat. So weird. Yeah. If you're looking for some goofy little game, it also looks cool. It's cool looking. So it's got table presence. Got table presence. So that was just two other games I kind of filled in with. I haven't played a ton recently. And so the Magnificent, the Fuzzies was fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Awesome. I, like, I liked it too. Or, I liked know? it too. No, I thought that yeah. was a really good game. I would now like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are all trying to grow as well. They're all amazing people who produce fantastic content. We're adding new members all the time. It's very exciting, due also in large part to our merch store. Yes, we've recently added a merch store, which you can find at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash gateway network there you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members there are shirts mugs clocks shower curtains floor pillows coasters mini skirts ponchos serapes thongs beer bongs grilling tongs and musical gongs today i'd like to specifically highlight bj from the account mr board gamer taken from the about me section of his youtube channel he says my mission is to make tabletop gaming more accessible to black folks i want to contribute to the visibility the visibility of black culture, identities, personalities in the global tabletop community. Uh, community Inspired by blurs and black kids everywhere, it's what he says, <laughs> here I will cover some of my favorite games, share experiences that motivate me to create content, and start some awesome programs that will get more of my community playing tabletop games. If that sounds like something you want to watch happen before your eyes, then I appreciate you for watching. BJ is a great guy doing a great thing for the community. Stop by his channel, Mr. Board Gamer, obviously board is spelled like game board, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And please subscribe if you like what you see. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. Uh, I also did an interview. I'll get to you in one moment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I also did an interview with Roberto from Sheer Boredom that talks all yeah. about the network, so you can find that over on his YouTube channel. Jerry uh, from the Board Game Snobs has left an unsavory comment, but you can just ignore that and keep watching. The usual. Yeah, the usual. Jeff, what do you got, man? So... First of all, BJ is awesome. Awesome, dude. Let me tell you my favorite thing about BJ. Okay. So in in <laughs> this tournament, in this yeah, tournament that we that Natalie and I are now facing off in, oh. I was getting a lot of flack for picking Wingspan, right, as a beautiful cover, okay? And Jim Gamer was at the front of this. Yeah, he was. He was, he was at the forefront was. of ripping on my, yeah. which I dominated and won by a million, right? <laughs> so then, so now. Yeah, you did. Jim has to now go against 
BJ, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking to B. I'm messing with BJ. I'm like, we are destroying taking him down. Jim Gamer. <laughs> and BJ destroyed <laughs> yeah, Jim yeah, Gamer. Yeah. yeah. And well, it was it's not awesome. difficult to destroy my city. In the- he picked my. He picked floating polyominoes. Although, although- and he's giving me slack. <laughs> in his defense, in his defense, that was his sixth pick. I think. Okay, well, pick better ones. <laughs> that would be. That wouldn't even be in my top 100. <laughs> I might pick sidereal confluence before I pick. Like, what a terrible pick. And he got crushed. So Mr. Board Gamer just crushed him. And I was like, boom. <laughs> Let's go. I feel like we're just we're just like poking the bear now because yeah. Jim's gonna listen to this. Oh, he's gonna come yeah. right after. Yeah. Let's cut this out. But yeah, BJ, Sorry, Jim, we love you. Your, uh, he did have your back. <laughs> what? I saw him, he did have your back. BJ oh, BJ was yeah. he was Oh yeah, BJ. He, was, he jumped on, he was like, No, that's yeah. a great one. And I messed him yeah. like, we're in this together. Lockstep. Yeah. And then, nice. Nat- and then Natalie beat him. That's what <laughs> That's what happens if you if you join the gateway network. One of us will will come in and play good cop and the other one will stomp you into the ground like yeah. Natalie does because that's just what <laughs> she all, does. It's all it's all you know, love, right? Yep. Yes. The two, we love you, the Jim. Two I'm just lopsided, um, the two most lopsided victories in this bad board game cover bracket so far have been by our two females. Yeah, Natalie Natalie won uh that one by a ton and Michaela beat um Mike from um uh, Midwest, oh, Midwest, Midwest game, Eastern. Midwest meeple, Midwestern meeple. Yeah. Um, by like, from he she had like ninety two and he had eight yeah. percent. It was yeah, rough. It was, it was a tough one, huh? What was my game? See? Oh lord, never mind. See? Let's I, move on. What's I, next? What Can you it? believe this? I can't. Think Don't of worry it. about it, Natalie. Don't worry about tapestry. it. Tapestry. Yes, it was tapestry, tapestry. Natalie. That's right. That's right. How do you think poor BJ feels oh, listening I'm to that? Sorry. That's the crap I hate. <laughs> we'll play a game and she'll like soundly destroy me. And I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, mm. what's this game called? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. What did I do? Did I win? <laughs> That's oh. what he kept doing when we were playing um, Dwellings of whatever. <laughs> Elder Vale. Elder Vale. <laughs> I'm like about to roll and I like roll something. And he's like, oh, oh, I, I think I'm going to do so bad. And then I just, <laughs> oh, I can't believe oh. I did so well. I got rolled seven. What is this? Five, high six, score? Oh what's this high okay. score mean? Yeah, this game is pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wanted to support the show but weren't quite sure how to do it, maybe consider frivolously allocating some small percentage of your monthly budget to us by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which we will eventually get you across uh, access to behind the scenes content or exclusive content or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast in which you love, uh, like, tolerate. (laughs) We have six amazing patrons so far and they are Emotional Cyborg. Yay! Jim Gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jim. Oh, wait, take all that stuff I said about Jim. Never mind. Jim is amazing. Have you ever met a British person you like more than Jim? I have not. Jim Gamer. Jim Gamer says, I'm going to go over to what? I'm going to pledge 8,000 pounds, which in American dollars is like $3. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think the pound is I know, like it's, way, it's, a way, it's way more than yeah. Anyway, um, Mr. Days Lewis. Yay, Lewis. Mr. Measles. Not the measles. Kevin. Mick Dave Mick. Mick Dave Mick. Yay. Beautiful new home. And Swoozle. Yes, Yay. the Swoozle. Thank you all Thank you. so much for support, you suckers. Without <laughs> further ado, we have finally arrived at the segment of the show that focuses on you. Don't say I never did anything for you, you narcissistic jerks. Come <laughs> to my show, stealing the spotlight from me. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. All right, welcome to the Instagram inbox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what's called. Like, what yeah, yeah, that's what we call yeah. it. Yeah, shut it off, save the battery. Uh, <laughs> so we are 
here with the Instagram inbox. I'm not sure how to introduce this one, but Ryan sang a song earlier in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like big boxes? I can't lie. You can, can you not lie? I can't, I can't lie. <laughs> so I do like big boxes. Big we, box games are just like, mm. After Ryan performed his beautiful song, oh. I went on I Instagram mean, and I, I kind of wondered what people thought of big boxes. So I just went and I said, tell me something about big boxes. Yeah. Maybe your favorite, maybe a joke. What do you think about them? And Ooh, I like that you left it open-ended for the I got some whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I got some, people have some feelings oh, they about, do? about big boxes. Okay. You know, like... Some some people immediately were angered by these wow. thinking about large boxes. So I want to I want to talk about a few and and chime in. I want you guys to like chime in. We think about big Do boxes. We need to have so a therapy session with some let's, of these. Let's talk about what a big box is, right? So I think of a normal size box as something of like any of the T games normal yeah. size box. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, terraforming yeah. Mars Coimbra. is a normal size box. Coimbra normal like, box. Boom. Sagrada yeah. is one of those boxes that are. A, like a little skinnier, right? Or yep. thinner. I don't know which little, direction it is. Yeah, but little, um, Underwater Cities being... So there's like Underwater Cities, Lorenzo. I'm just looking at these. Keyflower, yep. Orleon. That's the size of a box. That's normal. And yep. then you get those little little wider ones that are terraforming Mars or Zulkin yep. or those things. Yeah. Anything bigger than that, I'm considering a... That's a big box. Like, yep. wow. That's yep. a big box. Yep. So... I'll agree with that. I asked people, you know, what's what's their favorite? And some, some of the big box games that came up. So Funhouse Imp. On Instagram. Okay. Um, talked about the game Fleet Commander. The game GKR, which I had to look up. Do you know anything about this game? No. GKR. So I looked up. It's literally just GKR. I, I thought it was an initials. I had to like Google it. The, 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 and, and the game Hate. Have you heard the game Hate? Yeah. Hate. Well, okay. Hate's a Simon game, right? And that is a massive box with awesome minis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. those were like her favorite. These, like, these are huge boxes. Mm-hmm. And she talked about, we kind of talked about how these... These big boxes, they have to have good minis, right? Like they're they're mini based. So you, if you're ha- yeah. gonna have a mini right, that's, the box is so that's big, four inches like tall that. or five inches tall, you got to have this massive sure. thing. Yeah. Um, sheer boredom said, you know, there's something super perverted here. I just haven't made a connection yeah. yet. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's still thinking about it. I told him if he if he figures out uh, a joke or something to just to just let me know. Very yeah. good. Um, he's got some big boxes in his collection. Fantasy and some flights. The hatred started to build here. Oh I, no. He said. They said. Oh. I hate. Huge boxes. What? My shelf space is limited. Uh, also, fuck Splendor's box. Whoa! All right, here's why he's saying that. He, he sent me a picture. He sent me a picture. Splendor can literally yeah, fit in the bottom into the corner. palm of your hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and it's the size of Sagrada. Yeah. It is a, it's a box that... That isn't a big box, but it's way too big. If you take the insert what, out, what's inside? Yeah, if you take yeah. the insert like, out, it fits in the bottom, a little like left-hand corner. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he sent me that picture, or yeah, the, you know, it's took probably the board game. Yeah, because you ha- you bought that little like wooden thing. To yeah, put I bought it a wood, wooden thing from Etsy. Look, it's on the front picture of Board Game Geek. It's what? like when the you first go to, one? when you go to Splendor's thing. It's like their background. That's yeah, funny. that's ridiculous. I wonder what if it's it? like the most liked picture. It's got it. Yeah, you're right. That's really funny. It's actually on their page. Um, CP Wilson really talks about like, depending on the shape, right? Like how much that he'll, he'll like the game or want the game because the shape can really determine, is it going to fit on the shelf? Yeah. Where do I have to put it? So maybe it can be big, long, but not big up and down, you know? Yeah. So he's got a lot of thoughts on that one. If it doesn't go into a calyx shelf, I could see the anger. Yes. Miss French Toast said any box can be huge if, if you're basically being wasteful. She doesn't want you to be wasteful. Right, if you can fit right. it in a smaller box, like Splendor is a perfect example. Oh, okay. Right, if you can fit the components in a smaller box, you need do to do it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. It. Okay, yeah. you need the packaging um, engineer for those ones. Yep, package. We actually talked about packaging engineering. It's like you read our conversation. 
Michigan State has the number one packaging engineering school in the country. Go green. <laughs> really? Go white. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, you did it right. You did it right. Okay. <laughs> um, Play It Solo says, if it's a huge box, better have an insert. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. with you. We just played uh, Lost Ruins of Arnak, which the box isn't huge, but it's a big box. Yeah. And that game needs an insert. Yeah, where you're there like just you're a foot away from getting to a components. Like you're like like buried under things. Or there's just usually if there's a big box, there's a ton of shit in there. Yeah. And so you gotta have it organized in a better way than just baggies. Right. Yeah. I even th- th- thought that about bonfire. I was I'm putting bonfire away. I'm like, man, this would be a this is a this is a candidate for an insert. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Midwestern Meeple also like. agrees with Sam just says nothing grinds his gears. <laughs> More than a box that is way too big. Oversized box. Yeah. I like that idiom. Grinds, grinds my gears. Grinds my gears. <laughs> Jim Gamer says... We love him. The Dark Souls box... That's a big one. ...makes loud farts. <laughs> so Not we even when love, you're putting it on, it just does it. Yeah, it just general. does it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, and Ryan is one that I've always remembered. is always saying whenever he puts boxes on or off, he says box fart. Yep, box yep. fart. He, he says box fart. Yep. So that always reminds me of that. Um, and then <laughs> Emily, M-Stop, okay. said... You know what I think is going to happen this episode? I guarantee Ryan is going to say, that's what she said 500 times this episode. <laughs> While we're talking about big boxes or big things. Yes, yep. um, and then, so we had- I've been surprisingly tame this episode. You yes. With both my innuendos and my fart jokes. Yeah. Even box They're coming later, came up, I but think. I didn't even say anything. I have a whole segment. Proud I think the whole you. game is going to be all farts. Segment. It's called That's What She Said. So we had, we, had a funny, uh, we had a funny back and forth conversation about you. And it was basically that Natalie and I should make it a rule that you can't say anything sexual or Anything like that, all episode, and then Natalie and I just set you up over and over <laughs> and, and over, yeah. and you're not allowed. Like, like, it's, like, like it's like the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, well, you always left me satisfied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think you can go all day long? Yeah. <laughs> well, you always left me satisfied and smiling. <laughs> you so doing that, that's what she said. That's what she said. Doing that would just be so funny. <laughs> that is a cool idea. Don't do it. Yeah, but that's a cool. Idea. <laughs> um, gaming with Santana's. So if you don't follow them. Uh, he prints like amazing. Yeah, I know that inserts. him and Joe are always going back and yes, forth. Yes, he uh, prints awesome stuff on his 3D printer. Stuff. Um, yeah. The biggest box he his owns. His name is, is actually Carlos, by the way. Yes, Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana, which yeah. is a oh. famous musician. Yeah. Wait, his last name is actually Santana? Yeah, his name is Carlos Santana. Yep. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I know, he's a musician. <laughs> is he the musician? <laughs> it Carlos is. It's Santana? him. It's him. No. <laughs> no. Um, the biggest box he owns is Clank Legacy. That's a big one. Unplayed. Yeah, that's a big one. We have um, five of those. <laughs> So emotional cyborg said they're either heavy and beautiful or stupid and inefficient. Okay, there's a lot of this I like inefficiency, that. Yeah. and she's yes. right about she's definitely right about that. Yeah. Yep. And we were actually just talking about um, games that fit the punch boards, right? Fit fit all the punch boards, and then when you put it in there, they're like, look at all this wasted space, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kurt the Viking. Kurt might have gotten the most mad. Ooh. About just I didn't just, know. Not fitting on his shelf. Don't you dare make a box this big. Just like so, Kurt the Viking was lighting it Kurt up. Kurt the Viking he says, is our web they designer. Are too big. He says, "Get the fuck out of here." He <laughs> wants ticket to ride size games. All that's right. that's the box yep. size that yep. he wants. With him. Um, board four two, like the number four, and then the word. Got two. it. Um, so much component inside. Can't put everything back in. Sometimes, so even sometimes, this person was like, too "Well, small. you make a box that's big, and then it's also still too small." Yeah. The original printing of Sekigahara, Jeff, was a box the size of the Hansa Tutana bo- Tutanaga box. Yeah. And you, all those blocks, you could not, it was like there was uh, threads like, on board game that they were like, how do you fit this back? <laughs> and so they finally made a second edition. <laughs> to make the box, to make the box bigger. bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nestor, Nestor talked about, he, had, he has Harry, Harry Potter Hogwarts battle. That and he just says, I thought you were going after he has Harry. He has Harry. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> Hogwarts battle. Um, he just says that's a, a much bigger box than he would have thought. It's not like Gloomhaven big, but it's still just a big game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and that, that reminded me of the opposite when I bought 
or when I got circadians and I was like, why is this box so small? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so tiny. Yeah. A lot of people like, did, did bring up... that Willy Wonka thing where it yeah. floats in a million pieces? <laughs> a lot of people did bring up the um, the Architects, well, the West Kingdom series, Architects yeah, those of the West Kingdom boxes. Paladins. Mm-hmm. Th- those are all that same circadian size. Yeah. And people yeah. seem to love that because it's still like, that's a heavy game. There's a lot of stuff in there, but they somehow fit it in that little thing. the same designer? Yeah, Shem yeah, Phillips. Shem Phillips. Uh, Better Half Review talked about how Tidal Blades box is just so beautiful but it just is. humongous it's and terrible it's a size it's a big one yep Mr. Measle says I like huge boxes and I cannot lie nice <laughs> yep <laughs> Zim V 2.0 hates big boxes but her husband or partner partner loves loves these big boxes she always buys small boxes so they balance each other out this is interesting that people have these opinions yeah, yeah I thought it would be more dirty jokes very and not like hating on boxes yeah I didn't <laughs> think this was going to be such a visceral reaction dog powered vehicle also hates big boxes people just hate them right wow um, Bulls and Boards at Gloomhaven works as basically a home gym. Yeah. yeah you can use sure. it as a home gym. Well, do you see um, um, Professor Meg? Yeah, she's sat She's in always the, sitting in Yeah, the, she's, she's like sitting, sitting in, in there. I saw she said she sat in it and I her know. hips didn't even touch the sides. It's a huge box. It's huge. And yeah, she's it's a, a tiny huge box. Person. Yeah. You, just, yeah, right, you talked small, about this one earlier <laughs> and I believe in the song too. Kyle DIY Board Gamer just says the Anachrony Infinity box is just intimidating, humongous. He said he's intimidated even just break the shrink. Yeah, it's huge. I haven't, I still haven't transferred uh, the old anachrony into the new anachrony it's two the old anachrony box is enormous and this infinity box it's is literally that. two of them yeah Ugh. yeah and a couple games is says sm- the smartphone box is just smartphone ink is just a, hu- a way too big oh box. really so i'm, I I'm interested that was in a normal size box it, maybe it's just still too big yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i think you know some of this comes down like to like shelf space is. right the game table loves slim sexy boxes mm. slim think about that really? well i just slim sent him shady. gloomhaven so yep. sorry bro <laughs> uh board games board <laughs> yeah. games with b says a feast for odin is, is favorite big box right big that's box. a that's just jam-packed mm. of components that's an Uwe right big box game Uwe yeah. big mm. box yep uh, Plurpy says 99% of the time, games with huge boxes are just taking up valuable shelf space. Uh-huh. That's a yeah. valid complaint that people are having. I mean, like, if it takes up an entire shelf, that's one game where you can put four games there. Yeah, the Too yeah. Many Bones Trove Chest takes up one entire cube. A cube. So mm-hmm. does that's the Infinity Box five games. for Anachrony. takes up an entire cube. Yeah. Yep. yep. Swoozle hates big boxes, 90, especially the ones that are 90% air and don't have a functional insert, which we talked about. Another... Valid Geek Sheet Gamer was all over Anachrony. Just that, that's her favorite gigantic box game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it is sweet looking. Yeah. yeah McDave Mix also loves big boxes and cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's other brothers cannot deny. Yeah. Uh, Better Half Reviews uh, mentioned something earlier, but says uh, Rurik, I guess, is just centimeters Keith. too big to fit in a calyx. Oh. And it just, I think, Are you serious? bothers them. Oh, that the would drive me crazy. That, I don't where would like you put when it? they can't fit in there. You got to put it on top. Yeah. Yeah. And you can only do that with so many games. Like, yeah. there's, there's only so many mechs versus minions you can put up top there. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, Curtis Howland, or <laughs> Curtis Howland, <laughs> Curtis Howland, um, that, that scythe box, the collector's box, or you, know, you yeah, can yeah, buy like a, a big, big box. Too, right? Yeah, that was that's mm-hmm. this humongous. That's a big one. Um, Lewis, Mr. Days, also likes big boxes and cannot lie. <laughs> wow, so Man, many. All these people, yeah. all their brothers, can't deny. <laughs> yep. Um, Razzle Talks Tabletop. You know what? Everything's always tabletop. jammed together. It's yep. always hard yeah. to like. So, yeah. Um, and she brings up a good point. It can be a turnoff because there's just so much stuff and it's daunting to either put away, to take out. Uh-huh. And yeah. sometimes these big box games just sit on the table forever. You leave Gloomhaven yep. on the table because shit, I'm not putting or that thing away. Worse, you and leave then, it in the box because you don't 
feel like going through all yeah. the trouble yeah. just putting it out crazy. There. So that was those were really people's thoughts on big game boxes. That is surprising. Yeah, I am very surprised that we didn't get more sexual. Jo- you know, everyone yes. is being tamed this episode. It's not just me. Yeah. it's yeah. all the people. It's we'll all see our downloads plummet this episode <laughs> yeah. because of man. That would be my dream come true. If so. the reason that we were getting good downloads was because of the innuendos. Oh, if this man, if this episode unleashed. like skyrockets, Natalie and I are gonna oh, be like, listen, shit. we gotta rework the contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's your? You uh, take a little bit of Step back. Uh-huh. What's your big box joke? You wrote a song about it. Yeah, I have a song that I played already on the episode. Why are you asking me this? Because I figured they didn't come up with a dirty. No, thing. we're being tamed. This oh. is a tamed. This is oh, tamed. I am I'm in agreement with a lot of. Now that my shells are sort of running out, I'm in agreement that anything bigger than like a ticket to ride, if you can make it, that should be the size. Also, if you can make it smaller, make it smaller. Give me the yeah. shelf space back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shelf space is that a pre- in, bigger? In a, in a isn't hobby? always better. In a ha- <laughs> why are you saying? Cheers! This? Wait, why are you saying? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> what if somebody that has like eight kids? They'd be like, my uterus, my favorite big. Box. What? Okay, what? so uh, <laughs> their favorite big box. Who's cold? Oh man! Well, then follow me, oh frigid ones, into the warm recesses of Natalie's nook, oh, where you'll find such heat-inducing topics like how to teach board games and what rules do you have at the game table. What does her nook have in store for us today? We'll find out as soon as Natalie kegels her way onto the airwaves oh. in this episode's Natalie's. Look, or, uh, up until that point, it was tame. But those you, were some you kind warm of like, topics. I'm warming up thinking about. Kind the, of like, I'm warming up thinking about the nook. Yeah, I'm warming up thinking about the kegels. Hmm. <laughs> oh my god! I think our warming up might be two different things. Put cream cheese on those kegels? Are those? Oh wow! Kegels? Sorry, Gross. <laughs> cheese kegels. I'll have, I'll, I'll have the everything kegel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like the kegel sandwich. <laughs> I feel like this is only is my kegels third nook and everyone's I don't know. starts off with you guys. Kegels? Kegels. I always thought it was like bagels. Being kegels. Weird. It's kegels. Is it kegels? It's spelled I thought like it was kegels. Kegels. Oh, kegels. kegels. Like eagles. The Thurston kegels. The Thurston kegels. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that bald kegel. <laughs> the bald kegel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Is it my nook time yet? Yeah, is your nook time? <laughs> is there a song it's yet? It's your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Natalie's Do I need nook. to tell you to shut up again? Natalie's nook. Crawl inside of Natalie's nook. Oh, uh. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the sound you make when you just get cozy. Yeah, yeah, that's the kegel wow. sound. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> today on Natalie's nook, I posted a question on Instagram. Oh, she did the Instagram inbox. Yeah, yeah. I'll just cut my she, segment no. out. She asked me. She was like, "She was like, is this too close to the inbox? It is. We'll it's just cut my." I just like, wanted to I'll know. I'll create something she's new. Not, no, no, the inbox sucks. Let's just move on. Not, no, I'm not shouting people out. This is not the inbox. It's not about shouting people out. I just wanted to get people's opinions. Okay. Or basically, I kind of wanted to take a poll of where people prefer to buy board games at their friendly local game store. And of course, Natalie's face on the thing. My God! The game casters doesn't totally get like a ton of responses, and then she. She like put her face on it, and there's like thousands. <laughs> she got not. so many responses. I did not. I did like five hundred. Yeah, there was, there was no. A, yeah, I was a little overboard. Okay, can right. you guys stop talking? Yeah, <laughs> kegels. kegels. Yeah, we'll just do kegels and quietly. In the I court. said stop talking. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Anyways, I asked the question on Instagram. <laughs> what? Asking where you prefer to buy board games from your friendly local game store, FLGS, or online. Um, and I thought it would be interesting to dive into where gamers purchase their games and why. Uh, we I did a poll. There was about 72 responses. And it was pretty close. Only 54% said they prefer to buy from the local game store. 
Um, and I was Surprising just wondering, first of all, does this surprise you guys? Is that different than what you expected? Can we talk now? Yes, because I asked you a specific question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to you've been wrap it up in a reasonable amount prompted. of time so I can <laughs> continue. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> 30 words or less, you We're idiot. We're going to start talking. Yeah. She's doing the swirly thing in the air, like, yeah. like yeah. in uh, Happy Salmon. Brian, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am very surprised by that. I am extremely surprised by that. I, I thought that people were going to more um, vote for the online game store, the OLGS versus the FLGS, uh, simply because of the, uh, well, there's two reasons. One, there's the uh, cost factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, just buying online is is cheaper. It just is. Yep. It's just cheaper. Yep. And the convenience factor. Yep. Especially in the pandemic that we're in right now, um, you can just buy online. You don't have to, you don't have to go anywhere. It just comes to you in a couple of days. I so saw. I'm not saying that's the way. You're just surprised people are supposed that so many people. I'm just surprised still, yeah. that more people well, didn't vote that way because can of that. I, it's just a surprise. I just all. want to throw out there too. After I was looking at the answers, I also realized how I phrased it was: Where do you prefer? to buy your games and that doesn't necessarily mean that's where they buy most of their games because you could buy online but enjoy more going to the store yeah you know what i mean yeah for sure but anyway what do you think were you surprised wrap or is that what kind of what you thought Jeff, i'm too scared to answer you about 10 seconds <laughs> um, about 10 seconds here buddy get out of my nook that's what she said that's what she said that's what she said I did. I wrote down pretty much exactly kind of what you just said. I prefer to buy at a game store. Yeah. That would be my preference. Do I always do that? No. Because of the price. Sometimes I go in and I set myself a limit. If the price in the store is within X amount of (laughs) dollars. Back to Natalie's nook. This is my nook. I say the time. <laughs> you, you're not the timer. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I told you so, to stop talking now. <laughs> if the game at the local game store is within X amount of dollars of the game online, yeah. I'll buy it at the store. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there is right. an insane deal online, I'll buy it online. Yeah. Right. Or or I look at a game and it's like $80 in the store and it's 40 online. Then my wallet trumps support for local games. Right. right. If for it's sure. close... Then I'll Support buy it at the local game yes. store. Uh-huh. I have an additional thought, but I'll let you continue, okay. and then I'll add later. So um, I just wanted to kind of, I also asked people why <laughs> yes, they good, prefer good follow what up. they prefer. <laughs> and um, and it was interesting. So a lot of people, so the people who buy on, okay, first of all, several people said they buy online from their local game store. Oh, So cool. I thought that's kind of like a mix of both, that's, I guess. That's supporting I, the, on, that's supporting the, the local game store. I counted that as supporting the local game absolutely right. because yep. i would you're consider that, you're still getting that price right i would consider buying online meaning like amazon target cool stuff inc you know although stuff cool like, stuff does have a physical store they do okay mm-hmm. but i thought of like just like yeah miniature market yeah same with them bigger things not just like a local store that there's like only one little business you know of course mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah. We, yeah okay so um the responses in favor of online purchasing were things like a lot of them are really similar um, where things like the prices are lower and some people are like, not just a little bit lower, like a lot lower, like 20, $25 cheaper, you know? Yeah. It, it used to be like a 30% was basically like the, uh, the benchmark there Yeah, before Asmodee kind of. And that's a big factor for a lot of people. Like, you know, let's say you're into the hobby and you want to buy a bunch of games, but you don't really have a lot of excess money to spend on them. Like that's a big factor in 
where you purchase your game. Um, several people said they don't have an FLGS nearby. Yep. Like, surprise. That was one of my points. I was, that was yeah. Good. And so, like, for you, Jeff, you yeah. live really close to RIW. I, I live close to three, yeah. right? Like, I'm right. super lucky. Us, I mean, yeah. we don't live, like, super close to any, but there's definitely... Uh, yeah, like you said, at least three within like driving Convenience distance. Convenience is a huge yeah. deal. I used to yeah. live right down the street from Pandemonium, like right down, literally right down the street. And so I would just go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But now that we don't live next to one at all. Right. It's, so it's, some people it, don't even have an option. Yeah. They have to buy online. Yep. Um, the feeling of having something on the way and like looking forward to it arriving, you know, like getting a delivery. I get that. That's okay. Yep. <laughs> I do that every time I buy anything online. I'm like, ooh, something. When's coming? it coming? When's it coming? Yeah. 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 That's so, exciting. Like, you know, that's like an exciting feeling. And, um, and then obviously a lot of people are buying online more due to COVID. Um, sure. but there, I mean, that was it really. The, you mean I for guess online games? That was, that was basically the only reasons for online gaming. Um, or online gaming, <laughs> buying games online, it mainly seemed like pricing or no store close by were like the two main reasons sure. people chose online. Um, but on the other hand, responses in favor of purchasing from a local game store were things like they wanted to support a local business, which makes sense, especially in the economy right now. That's huge because sure. local businesses small can't businesses. always be open. Go small mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said something like making friends and building relationships yeah absolutely yep. can't um, do that at an online game store right, right uh chatting with others in the hobby who are knowledgeable about the hobby true um getting recommendations was a big one i think that makes a lot of sense especially people who maybe don't do a lot of their own research or are newer into the hobby and they just want a new cool game they go in and they can go talk to somebody and get a recommendation like tell right. me about this one yep. tell me about this one absolutely you know you definitely can't you get reviews to online to find that out just i know i'm just saying like if you don't want to do that on your own or you don't know where to go definitely personal i agree i agree with that yeah i'm just yeah um a lot of people said instant gratification they don't want to wait they just want to go get it and have it right now that's to be selfish that is my main reason yep that's i wrote that down get it right now but get it right now is like the person that mentioned with online game stores like oh i like to get a package in the mail Uh uh-uh I mean, yeah. I like getting a package in the mail, yeah. but I would like to hit click but I'd and then it shows up at my doorstep where I can just, yeah. Jeff, you want to go to REW real quick? All right, yeah. let's go. And then we can get it. Whatever. Yeah. It's more worth it to so, to me to spend an extra 20 bucks. I don't I don't pinch right. pennies that way to me. Yeah, that's to actually get the, the last one. It versus, says if there's a specific game I really want, I'm willing to pay more. Yeah. You know, like have it or sometimes yeah. even people might be willing, like you said, Jeff, willing to pay more. Like if it's if it's a reasonable amount to to support the local business because yeah. you want to continue going there and yeah, you want, want them I, I don't want be, them to close yeah you want them to be around right so like i can definitely Not that see our board game sales keep them afloat it's the magic <laughs> no, gathering magic. tournaments and stuff right <laughs> yeah but i can definitely see both sides of this because we spent many hours on our lunch hour at work because yes. there was a going to GOB. yeah game store like nearby work Job. browsing yes, yeah. <laughs> a game store named Job. Yeah, Job. <laughs> but we would like at, like lunch hour like you know we'd just grab some food oh, and we'd go God. to gilda blades and we'd walk up and down every single aisle and sometimes like there was a specific game you were looking for sometimes we just did it for fun and right. see if anything like jumped out at you <laughs> oh, no Gross. come on pda and the flgs yeah <laughs> <laughs> besides like ryan and i just going there on our lunch hour, Ryan and Jeff sometimes, like you said, just meet up at the RIW, the local game store, and like just randomly, you know, like Ryan's like, I just feel like going there. And Jeff, mm-hmm. you want to meet me there? Okay, meet there in 20 minutes. Let's go right now, you know. And yeah. And 
this game, this hobby is kind of like a community type hobby. Like nobody, not nobody, but like most of the time you're not doing this on your own. You're not doing it solo. You're doing it with people um, like your friends or people that you meet or you're building relationships. And so it kind of made, when I think about it that way, it made sense to me that more people preferred going to the store where you could have that human interaction than just buying something online. Especially if you don't have a group. If you, if you know, if you're, say you're, you don't have a group of gamers, a lot of people will go to their FLGS and they can play games there yep. with other people that do that. Now, we're lucky that we have friends who we can actually play games with, but uh, a lot of people don't. So I could see that as a reason that people would want to build a community, you know, yep. with something like this. Absolutely. And one other thing I thought I kind of wanted to add to the, um, to the, pros of buying online is the selection is more oh yeah like you can definitely like i know a lot of game stores they don't get a lot of copies of certain games especially like new games and so like you might not be able to get the game you want when you go there necessarily but you know might be available online yeah there's game stores i've gone to where my my personal collection is bigger than their Mm -hmm. than their stock in your face you know what i mean (laughs) yeah Stupid FLGS. I should open an FLGS called Ryan's FLGS. Ryan's Basement. Ryan's Basement. <laughs> Come walk around. Look at the show. <laughs> I got Don't touch you. that game. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, I was just gosh. thought it was, I just thought it'd be interesting to see what people out there, how they feel about that and, and, and kind of like talk about why. Yeah. And the yes. pros and cons of both and, and. I have similar feelings to all of those. I was afraid to say them, but I have similar feelings. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to cut out some of that. <laughs> um, there's So I want to add something. Game library was something that I wrote down I thought was awesome. I also liked the move by Asmodee to uh, raise their online prices closer to MSRP to let FLGSs be more competitive. Mm-hmm. So there's not this massive discount for a lot of their games, which I actually yeah. thought was a good move. I know people were pissed off, but... I'm okay with it. Yeah. Again, I'm okay paying a couple extra bucks. Yeah. Um, I also frequently time. get games shipped to me that are dented and ruined and crushed. Okay. <laughs> yep. Frequently. That's another Like all con. the time. And this is a positive. <laughs> of, this is a negative of online, but also when I go to the store, I can look at the condition of the game and Before then you purchase find it. the dented one so then it will then fit into my it. collection. Right. Exactly. He brings um, a hammer with him to yeah, the game store. Yeah, just a dent game so they feel like they're not better than the other ones. <laughs> um but I do like, because I will look at a game and go, well, they're all dented. So let me get one that's not dented. Right? Yeah. So then I can have one good one in my collection. Um, so that's yeah. also. Yeah, it's a good point. That's positive. a very good point. Yeah. You don't have uh, you don't have any control over how the game arrives to you. That's yeah. true. Especially if you're spending a lot of money on a game and in the box yeah, corner is crunched. You can, you know, complain, but then you feel like, okay, now I might be in this. I, now i got to send it back. Petty. And then yeah. i got to give me a new one. I was just, just like texting corner. you guys about it where I got. I got Kanban, the new Kanban, which I'm so excited about. Right. And looks beautiful, and it's got a crunch corner. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, damn, and like it. that yeah, sucks. That and I got um, Nidavellir, and it looks like someone sat on it. <laughs> like literally sat did. on it. Like the corner of the box is split to the point. Yeah. Like, wow. I'm like, that driver probably did sit on it. Ugh, like what a waste. And I'm like spending my money on it. So I'd rather spend the extra ten dollars, know it's in good condition, get it, maybe yeah. get it from the game yeah. store. Agreed. Right. Right. Cool. Or and they'll some... give me a discount on it at least if it's cracked and broken. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some game stores too. Um, offer a way that you can like rent or borrow games too yeah game libraries i know a lot of people that use those game libraries that will either play games there or be able to rent or check them out 
That's yeah. a cool thing. Check them yeah. out. That's awesome. Check it out. So that was this episode's Natalie's Nook. Thank you, Natalie. So we got a great email from a wonderful new listener who really made my day the other day when during the day she emailed me and scared the daylights out of me. I said day a lot. If you hadn't noticed, her name is Kim, and she's been going backwards and listening to the entire Gamecasters catalog. Heaven help her. But she really <laughs> identified poor, poor with Kim. the Association Station game that we've come to play and love here uh, and wrote in some suggestions for us cool. for future games. Oh, Thanks, cool. Kim. So I felt it apropos to shovel the coal into the furnace and clickety-clack along the track in this episode's Association Station. So Kim came up with a bunch of clues choo, that were choo. all oh. themed. Yeah, I know I didn't do it. Sorry, this time. I was up. Uh, sorry, oh, sorry. Right. Chugga, 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 oh. chugga, 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 chugga. So Kim came up with a bunch of clues that were all themed in the opposites. Okay. So that's your one clue for, okay. for the for these. They're okay. associating with more of a stress on the opposite. Okay. Right? Um, they're not one hundred percent opposites so sure, something just you're like the be association like, not, was never yeah, it's directly right, right, related exactly. all the time but that's a good starting point now she submitted around 20 of them to me Ooh, but there really cool. are only a handful in there that i felt you both had the same chance of getting okay you know some games okay. there's no way you've heard of them natalie and jeff would just easily get them or yeah. some games yes. none of us have played and it might just be Let's a little challenging so i supplemented with a few of my with own riddles uh the first <laughs> yeah. five yeah. i think or four or five are the first five or six actually are are all from kim Thanks, Kim. And, this is cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, isn't this awesome? Um, I know. Is what Kim are, listening from episode awesome. one? Like all through the I eras? So. She started at the recent episodes and okay. is moving backward. Okay. Oh, she's moving backward. So she will end in a different era than she began. In a different era. Yep. Yeah. Well, she's on the episode like uh, 15, I think she said now. Oh, I'm out she's of that backwards. You, yes, you're, so you're in not 15, in there right? now. Yeah, Natalie's, yeah. Natalie started at like episode 13 or 14. Yeah. So yeah, Jeff poofed away. It's almost like we're like, Natalie and I left the show. Yeah, yeah. Like when you listen right. to it like that, we're sick. We're sick of him. Right. Right. You know, we just left. Now the, the very last episode the is going to be us introducing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Ryan ends up one just by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's just like. Wah, yeah. wah. So here we go. Are you guys ready? There are ten uh, games. Yes, I'm keeping uh, score. They're themed um, more into the opposite. They're not all 100 percent that way, but sure, just, I get it. That's the way to think yeah. about okay. it. Are we ready? Ready. Here we go. Number one, low drop. Natalie. Downfall? Is that a game? That That's a, almost direct correlation. <laughs> that's not an opposite, but... Oh, opposite. Um, that no, is a game. That oh. is absolutely correct. That's a game. That's a game. That's a game. But no, incorrect. Said, wait, so are yours opposite too? These are they are all themed into the opposite. Okay, okay. I, I and remember also that you because you weren't listening. Now you called us out a second ago. You berated the living shit out of us, and you're not even listening, listening. to what I said. I said these are themed in the opposite multiple times. And then you said that you supplemented some, so I didn't know. If I said the first five or six of them are Kim's. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> didn't I, Jeff? Didn't I? Yes. Didn't I? What is okay. it? Yeah. Low. It's too late. You're drop? you're done, Jeff. Low drop. Yeah. Low drop. No. Not that one. No, you guessed. You guessed and you were wrong. So Jeff gets to try. Low drop. Low drop. <laughs> and then you'll come back in on the next one. <laughs> Low drop. I feel like I should just know this right No, it's away. all good. All right, so um, you can you can we can we can go to the next one. Low if drop. You want. High catches in the game. <laughs> I know. I thought that. Um Okay, keep going. Okay, that's fine. Number 2. Found countryside. Jeff didn't <laughs> Wow, Jeff. Lost Cities. Lost Cities! I don't even feel like Countryside was out of my mouth. For First of all, I have to, you know how fast I have to get there before getting... I know. Yeah, swatted aside Natalie by Natalie. Natalie uses that engagement ring and <laughs> cuts me up. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Number okay. three. Mrs. Jill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Mr. Jack. <laughs> Mrs. Jill. So, Mrs. Jill is not technically an opposite of yeah, Jack. Jack but, but yeah, you that's get funny. it. That's funny. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Jill. I read that. I was like, that's hilarious. We should that's make Mrs. In Jill a game. <laughs> Mrs. Jill. <laughs> the super chill. Okay, here we go. Number four. Low plebeian. <laughs> I don't know what a plebeian. What? Plebeian? <laughs> I don't know words that well. Uh, I don't know words that well either. Go ahead, Jeff. You got something. A plebeian is like a commoner, by the way. Oh, I, my guess was high society. Okay. Oh, I don't know that game. High society. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I don't know what a plebeian, I don't know what plebeian is. is. Okay. You're smarter than I am, Kim. Number five. Yeah, same. Canopy. <laughs> Canopy? Canopy. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, canopy is, is things high in the trees. Mm, correct. So low a pee. <laughs> canopy. Well, what's the what's the opposite of a pee? A pee. A poop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> Canopy. What's a hide in the tree? Oh something that would be low yeah, on the like forest floor. The my okay. eyes are like really wide, like I you're know. getting there. You are getting there. I know. Sometimes I want to talk it out for yeah. so we don't have dead no, air. I like that. That's fine. I, am I giving? Well, yeah. I, I play the music in the background. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. there's not just dead air. Yeah, it's not just silent. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So that's have, fine. What do we have? So low, you have a low drop. Low drop. Um, and canopy. You've gotten the rest. So it's three to zero right now. Just I gotten the rest. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, number six. Shallow sky routine. <laughs> Sky routine. <laughs> Shallow sky routine. Shallow. This is a good one. Uh, Natalie, talk it out so there's not dead air. Yeah, talk it out, Well, Natalie. I think I know the first word, but I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of okay. Shallow, Shallow sky routine. I think you can do this. I think that there's a game I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Shallow. Opposite it out. Sky. Oh uh, man, I know. I feel like I we should know both know it. Okay, these first six, these are the Kim ones. The, the last four are me. Okay. So shallow sky sky routine. routine. Yep. So you so Jeff can still get low drop. Uh, Natalie and Jeff can both get canopy and shallow sky routine. Are we ready for number seven? Yes. yes. Here we go, number seven. Eurostop. Eurostop. Natalie. America. Yeah. Oh, I get it. America. Again, America yeah, is not good. necessarily the opposite of Europe, yeah. but um, yeah. America. But like that's Euro good. games and Ameritrash games, that's what I thought. Yeah. Like they're like, Ooh. thank you. I like that. <laughs> I like the just like that. Yeah, two ways. Yeah, good, good job. job. Confirm. <laughs> oh. All right. Number eight. As many as possible. As many as, as, many possible. as possible. Um. <laughs> as many as possible. Just as many as possible. <laughs> Nelly. Um So not as many as possible. Yeah. As little as possible. <laughs> as little as possible. Very few. Few. What's as little as possible? Jeff. Uno. Oh. <laughs> All right. 
That does work. Yeah. It works, but it's not the answer. Not I, I figured answer. it wasn't the answer, the but answer. I feel like. But it is anyway. basically. I don't know how. It, it, it is. It's basically the answer. Oh, now you got to ring the bell. I did. Well, you're just muffled it with your hand. Let's no, see, so you're muffling it. There you go. That's Natalie. Just one? Yes, yeah. just one. Correct. <laughs> good one, good one. Which is, yeah, basically Uno. Okay, number nine. That happened in the past. It ha- I think it has, too. I said really? Uno. Like, Uno has like come up before. Oh, and it just worked for just one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay, number nine. Separated DC. Jeff. Marvel United. Oh, good. Yeah. Makes sense. Nice. Number 10. <laughs> the South. The North? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got a couple to go back on here. Yeah. What's the score, Jeff? It's four to three. Four. Just within four I to three. I have three? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you got the South, just you got one. Amerigo, and you got just one. Yeah. You came in at the end. You came in hot. All right, Canopy and Dallas. <coughs> canopy? Uh, I, wanna, I want you guys to talk out Canopy more, because I think you guys are very so close. Something about the forest floor? I'm not saying anything, but I think ground. you guys were close. Uh it's a ground cover. Ground cover. Moss. Detritus. Moss. Grass. <laughs> Grassland. Sticks and small twigs. Small uh, small rocks. My Pebbles. Very, very small rocks. Very small rocks. A duck. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. She's a witch. Very small. I got very better. small rocks don't float by I got way. better. <laughs> yeah. I got small, better. small rocks. Very small rocks. <laughs> <laughs> she turned me into a newt. I got better. Um, newt. <laughs> okay. I, I have a whole bunch of crap written down. Okay. Low. That's fine. Low drop. Low drop. Mm-hmm. Canopy. Yep. And shallow, shallow sky, sky routine. I feel like that's like... Those three. Deep something. Hmm. Deep opposite of sky, I opposite of routine. The background music's Maybe. still playing. Yeah, it is. Routine. <laughs> What's the opposite of routine? Well, well, how about we move on? And then yeah, if you um, get them, okay. okay, shout them out. If you don't, Jeff wins, and I'll tell you the, the answers. Oh, man, I hope you don't get them. Sound good? Because <laughs> Jeff's up four to a three. Here we go. Okay. So, as I've gotten so many big box games in the mail recently, so much that a song was parodied about them, we thought it was a good idea to stay right on the nose and tell you all our top five games that come in a bigger than normal box. We're going to go Natalie, uh, me, and then oh. end with Jeff this time. Me so, first. Natalie... Why don't you start our top five big box game list off with your number five? Sure, sure. Um, I I just kept thinking of like really significantly big boxes. And so like there's a lot of games that I like kind of missed because I didn't think of just like kind of bigger boxes. You thought the extreme? I thought the extreme. So big my box, number five extreme. extreme big box game is Tumbling Dice. Tumbling Dice oh, big yeah. box that game. That box is so huge. can't fit in that, any game bag or anything. Not or any shelf. In nothing. <laughs> Seriously, I have to put it in between our game shelves. Yeah. <laughs> on off days we're not recording because it's so freaking huge. That came in at number nine on my uh, honorable mention. Well, number four on my honorable mentions. Very oh, good. Very good. good Alright, my number five. Oh, Jeff's got one. Is, is low drop high rise Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Low drop is high rise. Very high good. Very right. good. Jeff is now up five like, to three. I was like, it's high tower. No, towers. High, high, high catch. <laughs> yeah, rise. Okay. So you got to get the last two, Natalie, or else Jeff's going to win this. I think he's going to win. Let's we'll see. Let's just tie. Who cares? If you tie, then you just, we high five and I win. All right. Yeah. Number four. No, number five, five for me. I'm five, not number five, five, five yet. Now, my, my number five is a game, uh, after I got this, that literally, literally, I mean, literally takes up an entire cube, and it is the Too Many Bones Trove Chest. That is so freaking cool, but it is like, it's like made out of like, uh, Pyvex, is that a thing? I don't know, it's made out of this like really like 
durable, like plastic kind of hybrid material. Mm-hmm. And it's it literally takes up the, the entire exact tube. size of the a cube. You size. don't pull the thing out to play it. It's got a it's got like a cover that you take off, and then there's drawers that you yes. have with a giant magnet that you the pull out. Coolest game box that's I've cool. Ever seen. It's freaking it sweet. So awesome. But massive. But massive. But massive. So that's my number five. But too many it's bones. It's nice that they made it fit theory. perfectly in that cube. They did it on purpose because Calyx is the the you know the number one. So yeah. it was done on purpose. It was done on purpose. Okay. They did it on purpose to it was it was done because they know the majority of board gamers shelve their games in Calyx shelves yeah. from Ikea so they specifically made this with the dimensions I mean it's like one half of one millimeter on each side that yeah, you know is left open perfect. space you could put maybe a sheet of loose leaf paper if you'd like that's <laughs> yeah. up to you oh good a place Whatever, to store my loose leaf paper <laughs> one it is loose do you have printer paper you have one right there <laughs> right there <laughs> good luck getting it out <laughs> alright Jeff what's your number five my number five so these games are not like I don't have any really massive massive boxes yeah um, but I have big boxes. Big ones. Yeah. Uh, my number five is a game that shouldn't be in this massive box called Flying Sushi Kitchen. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That that, yeah, we have, we have that, don't we? Yeah. That box is is maybe the, like, the largest box I have. <laughs> yeah. Really? It weighs nothing. Yeah, no, it's right? like... It weighs absolutely nothing. Contraption is just so There's like, this, awkward. Yeah, this base that has batteries in it and you know, and they're they're holding all those bamboo pipes. Yep, but it's just huge. Cool. But then it's jammed with like a insert that could easily just not... Yes, why it's just that? a huge box. It's obnoxious. Yeah. It's not never going to sit on my shelf, so it'll probably sit next to it. Um, but the game is kind of fun. So if you're looking for a fun game, silly family game, you're trying to use uh, chopsticks to grab ping pong balls that are flying through the air. air. Yeah, that are floating Um, in the air. So yeah, huge box, stupid big box Yeah, um, Yeah. for what that game is. Agreed. Yeah, Awesome. Nice. All right, Natalie, what was your number four? My number four... is it's a wonderful world. That is a big box. Mm-hmm. Although yours is bigger than mine. The, yes, the, the retail normal, version is normal size. Yeah, the retail version is normal size, but the other version is like really big and has a lot of stuff in it. It's humongous. And it doesn't have drawers or anything, but it does have like those individual little boxes yep, inside tuck the boxes, box to hold the other bunch stuff. of tuck boxes inside the box. That's a great one. Thanks. All right, number four for me is a Stefan Feld condom game that we got played not too long ago called Eurostop, and I really like Eurostop. <laughs> it's a fun game. I mean, it's got a, the the box has to be big because of the cube tower. I mean, you could I guess potentially like disassemble it every time, but then it would just be a pain in it's the really ass. It's really Amerigo. So um, <laughs> it has to be it has to be that big to fit the cube tower in it, and I love that game a lot, and it fits in the calyx shelf, so I'm cool with it. Uh, so that's my number four, Amerigo, over in the Steffenfeld zone. Steffenfeld. Um, oh, so, Jeff, what is your number four, man? My number four, I'll stick with the Dice Tower, uh, Cube Tower game as well. Awesome. From Queen Games. It's the exact same size as Amerigo, which I would, th- I think that there's a better way to, to store that, that. To store yeah, that. I think is. there's a better way to do it. I don't know what it is. Could go deeper, I guess, um, instead of wider. Yeah, yeah, something. But that game is called El Grande, El Grande. Oh, yeah, which has a big. grande box. Bit, yeah. It is definitely um, a grande box. <laughs> that, that's an old. That's a, a classic. I think. I think mean, people consider that one of the one of the cl- a classic game. Oh yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, modern um, classic. That is one of the quintessential, maybe the quintessential area control. Yes, and that would be fall in that same Queen Games had a whole bunch of just extra cube towers, so they were like, "Fuck it, let's just make a bunch of games <laughs> yeah. with cube towers." Yeah. Um, so yeah, El Grande, wonderful game, big box. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, Natalie, that's number three. Uh, my number three, I also wrote Too Many Bones because that box is just too cool not to put on. It is too, too cool. cool. Too cool bones. Too, too, cool. too many cools. Too, too many bones. Too it's like cool. a hunk of a box. Too cool. It's, it's, a, it's hunk. a hunk. It's a hunk. <laughs> it's a hunk. <laughs> Typical hunk box. Three for me is a game that does not 
fit into our Calyx shelves, which is okay because Mechs versus Minions is so beautiful. Again, we talk about we like game trays in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mechs versus Minions certainly has that in spades. All the little minions fit in there perfectly, and it just looks when you're like taking the box apart. You know, well, I guess you're not taking the box when you're taking the box lid off and taking the game components <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> there is like some pure joy you have in how they engineered how to get everything into that box perfectly. And you cannot believe the production values that went into that game that only cost $80 retail. Yeah. It, you, you feel like you should spend like 300 bucks on this thing. It's freaking amazing. And it's enormous. And I love it. Mechs vs. Minions. All right. Jeff, what is your number three? I'll just move some things around. Mechs vs. Minions, I'll move to my number that three. That was your as number well. three? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think, didn't they report like, yeah, we lost money on this, but we don't care? Yep. Yep. They're all, they're all because the publisher is company. a billion, like, video Riot. game. They're yeah, a video Riot, game company, Riot right? Games so they, who makes they just League produced this because they wanted to. Yep. A love letter to the board game world. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's a humongous box. It's not good looking. Um, I like it. You don't yeah, like it? I think okay. it's really I really like it personally. Like it's cool for being massive like and it looks like it's like a steel box. But, yeah, I kinda yeah. like that. Um yeah, for I guess for the theme it makes sense, but it's not it doesn't like it, doesn't it wouldn't do catch my eye, right? right. Sure. Um, but it is a massive box. Yeah. So that was my three oh, yeah. as well. All right, Natalie, that brings us to number two. Well, I had that on my list too. As number two? <laughs> well Say I it. Who cares? It. Crossover's okay. Okay. Next for minion. Oh, tell us about this one. <laughs> okay, that's nice. I like it. You like it too for the same reasons we like it? Yeah, just ditto everything you guys said. Very good. All right, number two for me, I just called Vital Lacerda. Because <laughs> yeah. all of the Vital Lacerda big box games are are amazing. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. It w- even CO2, which doesn't have the Eagle Griffin treatment yet. I think it will probably sometime years later once uh, the license maybe is returned to Vitel. Um, but every single one of the Eagle Griffin big box Vitel Lacerda games are beautiful. I honestly own them all <clears throat> because I, that's like the one game series I want to collect. So I have them because yeah. I want to collect them. And he loves them so much that he sells them and then buys them back. Well, that's why I yes. bought them back. So I sold them. <laughs> and he just wrote about that. And I sold them because I, I probably, I was like, I'm not going to play these very often because they're so heavy. Right. They're not going to hit the table that often. Yeah. But I ended up buying them all back for the hopefully the final time because I, I want, I just want to own them. Yeah. I don't have much. Most of my collection is, if I don't play it, it's gone. That's my, my most of my collection is like. But there's a few like that, and maybe Mechs versus Minions, and you know, too many bones. Where I want, I just want them, right? <clears throat> because like I might beautiful. not play that again, but I want it. Yes. <clears throat> All right, Jeff. We come to number it's two, okay man. I have some of those. Yeah. Yeah. My number two isn't again. It is not a massive box, but it's bigger than a, what we've talked about as being a big box. Um, is a game called Kemet, uh, which I really love. It's a big box. One of my favorite games, but yes, it's a big. It's a big box, big long box. Still fits in a Calyx shelf, which is wonderful. Um, but it's a big one. I would love an insert for that. Game. There gotta be a 3D one you could print. Yeah, there there probably is somewhere. Yeah, probably be um, huge. But yeah, that's a big box that I that I like because it still fits on the Calyx, but is a pretty hefty. Yeah. Sure. Box. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Natalie, we've come to number one. My number one is Mansions of Madness. Second, Second edition. edition. That's a big old. It's a big box. old box because it has all those little tiny crappy mini things (laughs) it's so deep (laughs) and you know and all like that you were looking around for it we actually got rid of it no i wasn't looking around for it oh okay okay yep because forgotten waters is kind of like i feel like we played it enough you know yeah you know yeah yeah. do you know yeah Yeah, it's a big box it's a good one it's 
Yep. That's, it's a great game. I don't really know what else to say about this category. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have as much crossover as I thought. My number one is a game that I'm sure will not be Jeff's number one, so I know we don't have the crossover, at least on this one. And uh, I have two versions of it in my collection. Both of them uh, have enormous boxes, and that is Claustrophobia. Oh, wow. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Claustrophobia is, again, one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. And yep. uh, the first edition <clears throat> is a big coffin-sized box, and the second edition is even bigger in every way. It's longer, and it's uh, wider, and it's more bulbous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's more <laughs> bulbous <laughs> And so that's my number one, Claustrophobia. What did you think my number one was going to be? Anachrony. Oh, nope. I yeah, that is just massive box. And then I was like, well, he's probably going to say it, so I won't. <clears throughs> It's in my uh, honorable mentions. But before we get there, yeah. let's hear yeah. Jeff's number these are, one. These are just good games in big boxes, yeah. right? Yeah. These aren't necessarily the, the biggest box. No, yeah. Right. It's not the biggest box. Um, right. This is still this is one of my favorite big box games, Defenders of the Realm. is a Amazing. massive box with just full of shit. Yeah. It's full of stuff. Yeah. And it's also so big. They've had so many expansions that I don't yeah. know if it all fits in the base box. Yeah, I think he had to <laughs> um, get a different box. Which one thing, I don't remember who I was talking to, so I, for, I, I, for, I apologize. Um, but... Somebody said, it's okay if you make bigger boxes anticipating that ex- expansions are going to fit in these yeah. boxes. And yeah. I thought of a game like Orleans, which that might need a bigger box. It does. Because yeah. now it's just, it's it's, it's just like bulging. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you put everything in that box, it's just, it's a, and bul- you can't. It's a bulger. You can't. The, um, the the cooperative expansion thing, it has a box can't. the same size I have a, as I have that. It's the separate box yeah, because it's, like, it's taking yeah, the same room. Yeah, it's too room. big. Um, so yeah, big or boxes. Do you have any honorable I sure did. you didn't put Cloud Spire. Cloud Spire is number six. I already had, uh, you know, I don't want, we didn't need two Chip Theory Games boxes on there. Oh, Cloud Spire okay. was my number six. Arnak was number seven. Anachrony would have been my number eight. Tumbling Dice was number nine. And then Mansions of Madness, second edition, was my number ten. I didn't think about Defenders of the Realm. That's a very good one I would have probably put on there had I thought I know, about we, it. We both love yep. that game. That's yep. Yep. It's a great game. I said everything. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had Amerigo on my list as well. I also had games that I've haven't played but i know like mage knight is something that is a humongous that's box, a big box. people get um, joe's got kingdom death monster that's just is like yeah way too big Into you know right. some of these things are just ma- like that's yeah. obnoxious gloomhaven is huge um, and, gl- and, and of course gloomhaven is the is maybe what sparked the yeah, that's conversation like what you think of, of just like that is boxes. you know it weighs 30 yes. pounds yes um but yeah like some yeah. games we haven't played like ether fields that's pretty big or big. Dwellings of Elver, Eldervale. Dwelling Gremlings of Eldervale. <laughs> so do you guys know any of the uh, last two that we need, like Canopy or Shallow Sky Routine? There's two left. If not, we will call it for Jeff, and I will tell you the answers. Canopy. Canopy. There's kind of two clues in here. So the one for Canopy, the first clue is like it's kind of an opposite, and the second clue is it's one word. So it's Canopy. Right. Yeah, canopy. Canopy. Um, canopy. Canopy. Um, forest floor. That's go. Two words. How about this? This is giving it yes, away it a little is. bit. Go deeper than the forest floor. What's even underneath? So if the canopy Dirt. is the top of the tree, what would you say is the bottom of the tree? Oh. Oh. You Jeff. want it? You can get it. You thought of it first. Root. Root. Yeah. Yes, correct. I get it now. Correct. <laughs> and then shallow sky routine. I will so tell you that you with both have the first word correct. Deep. Yeah, it's something with deep. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite of sky, would you say? Deep uh, ground. Land. Deep ground. ground. Go sitting around. Water. Deep dirt. Ah, water. Deep water, Joe. What's another name <laughs> for the water? Sea. Deep. Deep, deep sea. sea. It's not a routine. Adventure. It's an adventure. Deep sea adventure. Deep sea adventure. So Jeff wins six to four. <laughs> Yay. 
Nicely done. Thank you again, Kim, for sending those to us. That was a lot of fun. You did a fantastic job. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Everybody, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters. You will find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. We have an incredibly barren board game geek guild that Natalie has refused to join. So if you'd like to head on over there, we are guild three, six, seven, eight. If you like the show, we'd love if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon now. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway Gear. So head on over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Gateway Network. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. I'm going to take a test. Do you want to take a test with me, Natalie? Start take saying saying the same thing. You want to take a test? I want to take a test. Do you want to take a test? Kind of. Yeah, I guess that works. Jeff, do you want to take a test? Hold on. <laughs> He's not ready. For yeah, I want to take a test. I'd love to take a test. Ooh, One test, two test, three test, four. The test is rectal. Is that Does that change your mind? Nope. That makes... <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. That makes it better. <laughs> okay, let's see. This is going to you, Patreon backers.